All right, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast. I'm DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never. Yo, what up? Man? I got DJ D Miles. What's good? I got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And I got my man, straight from Chicago, Chi-Town's finest. Now he's in Portland, though. He's in Portland. Yes, sir. Uh, my man, DJ Phenom. Thank you for being here, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What up? What up, bro? What's good, man? Just having a little vacation in Vegas. I know. What are you doing? You're just out here with, like, you getting free rooms at the Aria just and being, shit? Just being weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude hit me up, like, he hit me up, like, what, a week ago or so? A yeah. couple days ago? He was about like, a Yo. week ago. Yeah, about a week ago. And then uh, he was just like, I'm going to be in Vegas. And I was like, fuck, all right, cool, let's do it. And then we've been trying to do this. We've been trying to have you on the show for a minute. For a minute, yeah. Because I've been out of town and, and you'll be hopping in. And yeah, schedules are off, whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, this dude hits me up. I just got back from San Diego. He hits me up. He's like, yo, come out. And I'm like, fuck, man. He's like, I'm downtown Vegas. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go downtown, man. <laughs> this motherfucker dragged me downtown. Uh, and we. I was supposed to meet you at, I've never been to Gold Spike. Gold Spike, yeah. I haven't been there. I love that place. That spot rules. It's dope. It's dope, but uh, they have like a lot of games, but it's like oversized games or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the big Connect Four on the wall. Yeah. The the thing you toss was it cornhole or whatever. Cornhole. What is it called? There you go. <laughs> the one you throw the little bean bags the little, across. The little sacks. The little, little sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> like, <laughs> <nut> sacks. <laughs> the corn Cornea- sacks. Yo, by the way, a lot of people have been complaining about the pause shit. Mm-hmm. Pause. Y- y'all don't understand like. It's just a different culture. It's a different city. They're like, you guys are like adults. You guys should grow up. Like, it's no. a different thing in New York. It doesn't stop. It goes on forever. Like, yeah. especially like in Harlem, uptown, yeah. it still goes on. Like, and it's just, <laughs> and when you, when you like grow up there or you like hang there for a long time, it just gets embedded in your soul. So, here's the better thing. Every time you hear a pause, take a shot. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I, I take a lot of criticism, but y'all could go fuck yourself with that shit. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to tell, like, dudes from San Francisco to stop saying hella. You know True. what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, oh, y'all motherfuckers can't say hella. You can't say more. Is that or, San Francisco? That's some Bay Area Bay shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. tell, like, motherfuckers from, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to say that shit. So, so, so that's the one thing up. I. Because so, <laughs> we were saying nutsacks and fucking. <laughs> Cornhole <laughs> and cornhole, cornhole. That's the one thing. Like, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, you know, y'all got to deal with that shit, and it's just a part of the, the, the New York culture shit. It's part of the podcast, so yeah, yeah. I it's see just, it more now, though. Huh? Maybe you made it popular again. I no, I didn't make now. it popular. It's just, a, it's not a popular it's a, thing. No, it's, it's just a, a New thing, York yeah. thing. It's, it's a just, New York. So I was watching it now. I was more. watching Love and Hip Hop, and Remy and Papoose was doing it. Nah, but it's no, nah, it's a New I, York thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thing. Like I, like I didn't used to see it on TV. Yeah, but like motherfuckers who hit me up from I don't know, like Canada or some shit. Of course, you're gonna be annoyed by it. Yeah, you're not gonna be understand it. But like, if you went to like New York and you hang with New Yorkers, you would get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, back to. Mr. Phenom dragging me out. <laughs> to go so then we, we end up meeting at um, a beauty bar. Beauty bar, yeah. And it was a dope party there. Disco. Yeah. It was all disco. Oh, yeah. wow. And it was like a, all these young kids. It was like really like refreshing. Did like, they like appreciate the music? Yeah. Like the music? Yeah. Oh, people were dancing their asses off. Yeah. It was so dope. It was wow. crazy. It's dope, man. Yeah, like it, w- it really gave me like hope. For no the, cell phones, no nothing. Yeah, they weren't. Dancing. We were actually doing more cell phones yeah. than the actual. <laughs> 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 Fucking hipsters. Yeah, like I'm over there taking video, and then Phenom, and then Jessica, who was with y'all. Yep. Uh huh. And um, uh, they would, be, and they were like making fun of me because I was taking pictures and like You're video. Videos. 
And they're like, look at you, like you're exploiting this shit. And I was just kind of like, yo, I felt a part of me like, yo, I kind of got to share stuff like this that's yeah. dope in the city mm-hmm. yeah. that motherfuckers don't know about. That's Vegas, and people don't think about that. Yeah, like, no, downtown yeah. is a shit. Even myself, like I've never really experienced the downtown scene as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, I mean, it, it it was great to see like these college kids just vibing out, like listen to Sheila E, mm-hmm. uh, listen to some disco. And then just like dancing, having like the best time of their life. Nobody buying bottles. No, no, no. no. Just Cheap vibing. Beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go down there for first Fridays. The best thing in the world. Yeah. Every everything is popping, even the street. Like a lot of people walking around, having a great time. I want to get the name of this um this party just so I can like rep it right. I think it was Tropical Fever. What the fuck was it? I don't know, but you were. You, it's all over your story. Paradise Fever. Paradise Fever. Paradise Fever. Was and anybody it, that we know DJing? Is this guy Neek the Freak? Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. He's killing it. Killing um, it. He was doing good. And then his selection was really good. Shout out to DJ Cricket too. She was there. She was at. She was at Commonwealth, right? She was was she? Yeah. Well, she was, she was hanging out yeah. Beauty Wall for oh, a little okay. bit. Okay. What's right next to each other? But yeah. Uh, but anyway, this dude dragged me out. You guys and, and Beauty Bar had this thing where like you buy a shot of tequila and you get a free beer. It's crazy. Oh damn! <laughs> Ta da! And it's cheap, right? How cheap was shit, it? Man. Is that some Chicago shit, though? I want to talk to you because you guys mix liquor like you don't care. It, yeah, it's like back and forth, like beer, liquor, whatever. You just mix the shit up? Yeah, straight up. I think that's more of like a college thing, though. You know, like you started to do that in college, and you're like, what can we get our hands on to yeah. drink? Indulge as much as alcohol mm-hmm. as you can. Yeah. If, if you have to mix it, you mix it. Yeah, like jungle juice and all that shit, you know. Like, the incredible Coke? Yeah, you don't know what's, you know, like it's juice. You're like, what's in it? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Alcohol, <laughs> you know, like. When I visit my boy in Chicago, uh, shout to Danny, um, Mr. Marciello. Um, when I go, like, he takes me to these spots and they literally take beer and, like, they take beer really seriously. Yeah. It's almost like it's kind of gay. Like, it's, it's like, over the top. It's, like... Yeah, and then... It's really bougie. Yeah, then I moved to Portland, and that was, like, it's on even steroids. Worse. Oh, it's everywhere. Brewery, brewery, brewery. So like it's, like, I, we would go to a spot, and these dudes would take 10 minutes to pick a beer. Is it, like, the IPAs and all that shit? They'd just be, like, yo, what's in season? I'm, like, what do you mean what the fuck is in season? I think it was, like, <laughs> autumn or something, and they're, like, oh, we got, like, a, a lot of, like, good pumpkin-flavored beers or, like, weird <laughs> shit, and I'm, like... <laughs> And they literally met. To, they were like some guys, like, "Oh, let me do the cinnamon thing." And then this other dude got like some autumn leaf joint. Well, people do like little tasters too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't do like a. They don't do like. They do like shots. The little yeah. shot, like yeah. the little mm-hmm. palette. It's like, like no. Yo. It's like a quarter, mm-hmm. quarter pint. It's like a thimble. Yeah, <laughs> it's a quarter pint. They yeah. did like quarter pints, yeah. half pints. Yeah. This is like like point three. This is yeah. like a piece of wood where they have like six drinks, six oh, like different flights. Yeah, yeah, no, and they'll the mix it up. Flight. And yeah. I'll do that, and I'll do this one, and it's just, and you're literally waiting, and like they're taking like ten minutes to go through the menu, and then like another ten minutes to order. Fuck that. Do they finally order? <laughs> yeah, they, they finally <laughs> order. <laughs> they walked out. You feel like they buzzed after all them. And then, but I feel, but shots. then I feel like a dick because when they come to me, I'm like Stella. Or Heineken or the safest fucking Heineken or Corona. What Stella do you have in season right now? I'm just like, yeah, Stella. And then lays it like, that's it? I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like, I don't understand all this shit. Yeah, they love like charcuterie. Like it's too stressful. I hate that when you go to a bar and they have like the um, draft beers, and you when you order, be like, oh yeah, I just have a Stella, and they look at you like you're crazy. 
Because you have so many different choices to choose from, but yeah, you just yeah. stick with yeah. the... Go with the safest bet. The safest shit. The Stella, like, Heineken. No, you just look like a like a herb. Like, they think they look at you as, like, uncultured, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you just don't know what the fuck like, is fuck going on. fuck you. I just... Give me, one, give me my beer. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but, every, but every time I had a gig in Chicago, right, I would go... I would, I would, it, well, it goes to, like, 2, 3 o'clock sometimes, right? Saturday is 5. 5 o'clock? So oh, then... Shit. Ooh, spicy. Uh, Every time I would go to underground or oh, phenom DJs, yeah. or used to DJ, uh, this is years, a couple few years ago, mm-hmm. and it was literally I would walk in and it was like the best fucking set and the best vibe in the whole in the room. It was just amazing. Yeah, he'd be playing like everything, like everything from like like a no diggity black street into like Bobby Brown and mm-hmm. I'd hear all this crazy shit like mm-hmm. I'd hear like uh, Depeche Mode sometimes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it would just it would it would reminded me of like. I swear to God, and that's this, the same feeling that I got from um, uh, the beauty bar with the kids dancing. Mm-hmm. It really, when I hear guys like you spin, where the selection is just all, it's like all over the place, but it, it fits together with the vibe and the mood of the room. Yeah. It's like such a talent to me. And it brings me back to what I loved about DJing. It's just like the music being so good and then. And then just mixing all these genres together, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's tough because I would go on at 3 a.m., you know? Yeah. So I figure you hear sicko mode seven, eight times already before, you know, I went on, you know, yeah, yeah. other clubs, whatever. So now I got to play you something different and keep you around. And So you started at 3 a.m.? 3 to 5 every Saturday. And I played 11 to 1 earlier in the night for five years. Mm-hmm. You know, 11 to 1, 3 to 5. Two different different venues or yeah. same venue? Two different venues, yeah. Okay. So you would be an opener, kind of, suppose, mm-hmm. yeah. on one side and then drive to the other side? I would go from, like, playing for, like, opening for Boys Noise and then go to another club and play, like, bottle service. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, like, was that your favorite spot to, to DJ in Chicago? Yeah, for sure. That, um, I played Smart Bar once, which was amazing. That's, like, quintessential. Like, the residents were, like, Frankie Knuckles, Derek Carter, Michael Serafini, like, legends. So legends. it's, like, all house music. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, Chicago, the, the, the roots are so deep for music and shit. Yeah. I no, mean, especially house. Especially yeah. house, yeah. yeah. That shit is fucking... I, mm-hmm. I want to hear about that. Like, how, you're not from Chicago, but... No, uh-uh. Um, I moved there when I was 22, and you just have, like, this appreciation for house. Like, Chicago is, like, house central, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's so many legends that you work with, you know, you're working with the Tech Life guys, Derek Carter, Gene Ferris, you know, Ron Carroll, we brought him out when we played a festival. We would have had him do Nikes on my feet, and it's just like, it's amazing, you know, to work with these dudes. It's crazy. Who's the dude that almost got a residency here in Vegas when I first moved out here? Jesse Saunders. Jesse Sanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what, he is he from Chicago or Detroit? Uh, I think uh, Detroit, I believe. Really? I know he's. I think he lived in Chicago at he one point. He lived in Chicago. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember I first moved to Vegas, right? And we were at a dinner, and it was like they literally like they 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 flew in a, a few DJs. Like this is the resident, the new residence of it was Jet Night Club Jet that Night. was going to open, yeah. and I was there because they they flew me in to to be a new resident. And then Jesse Sanders was there, right? Yeah. And then he kept bragging about how he knew R. Kelly. Yeah, and he tried. And he's, <laughs> I never forget. Weird, this weird flex, but okay. I know. What was it? Two thousand seven? No, five. No, two thousand five. So then he's and he's trying to call R. Kelly at no, no, the dinner he, table. Did he, he was wasn't it Mr. Lee? No, nah, that, that was like that was like no. Mr. Lee was like R. Kelly's like um, one of his boys. 
I think he was calling R. Kelly. And I thought then, it was Mr. Lee. It could have been R. Kelly, but go ahead. And he tried to call story. him, and yeah. obviously he didn't pick up and shit. Yeah, uh-huh. But we're just like, whatever, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know what he was doing. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> hey, it was at his prime. 2005. <laughs> but I want to talk about, I, look, I mean, a lot of people DM me. They said, like. Let it go. Like, stop talking about R. Kelly. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it, but we got. You know, we have to. We gotta touch on. We gotta, we gotta touch on R. Kelly. We got somebody yeah. from, Chicago from Chicago in the building. Yeah, yeah. super pause. Uh, so, but I, I mean, before we get into that, <laughs> yeah, we we were talking earlier last night. Me and uh, Phenom got wrecked last night. Yeah. Um, and then I I sense this a little bit sometimes when I go to Chicago, mm. but when I play, it's hard to play hip hop there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Too much hip hop. Yeah. Uh, and if you, I feel like attention sometimes when I'm DJing, like there's almost a race, like a racial tension there between hip hop and like and playing house or like top forty music. Mm-hmm. To like uh, the crowd is even like I've had like literally like dudes come up, like white dudes come up, and on some like like they want to like fight me or fuck me up, like yo play EDM. Why are you playing this yeah. fucking garbage? And I'm just like, yo, relax. Like I've been mixing it up all night. I'm gonna get to EDM, yeah. mm-hmm. but they're just they just take it like on some like it's personal. Like build a wall. Like you know, like Trump. Blah, blah, blah. Like like it's build really on some like no. But you feel that tension, yeah. yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. Am I crazy? It's real. It's definitely real. Like you know, you'll step into a spot and be like, yo, why are you playing house? And to that, to certain people, it's still techno. You know, quit playing this techno bullshit. Like hip hop heads will do that. Yeah, quit playing this techno bullshit, you know. And then rap spots, you'd be like, "Yo, play some real rap. Don't play like all the way up or whatever." It'd be like, "All right, play Finito, play for you know." And it's yeah. like, "Come on, like <laughs> we got fifty women here that don't give a fuck about that song." Like, right, right, right. Let's just make everyone dance, <laughs> you know. Like, there's definitely a division for sure. Is it? Is it? Is there like so? I mean, last night we were we were touching on how it affects. Like, like the more mainstream nightclubs, mm-hmm. do they try to avoid hip hop? Yeah, spots will be like, "Yo, quit playing rap, straight up." Like, they'll come up and be like, "Yo, high energy." Flip Even it. still, yeah. Wow, I would even think now, like, to yeah. this to yeah. this day, yeah, maybe to, uh, to this minute for sure. <laughs> yeah. really? Maybe it's a little bit of a delay because they're up there, not they're not in Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas they get a lot of Vegas guys that play in yeah. spots in Chicago. But, yo, the shit that starts fights is never the hip-hop songs. Like, I saw a fight break out during No Diggity, and I'm like, really? This is the song you're going to fight to? <laughs> I saw a fight break out to song. Careless Whisper, and I'm like, this is the song you're going to fight to? Careless Whisper? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my buddy Action Jackson was DJ, and he was playing Careless Whisper, and 12th Planet was there, and he's like, yo, turn it off. People are fighting, like, fucking around. And I was like, no way. And I looked up, and it was fist fight. Jesus. Faces, faces during the saxophone. No, the saxophone like, break. No <laughs> this is the song you guys want to fight to? It's fucking crazy. But what do you think that is? Like the division with the music, and, and is it just like a cultural thing in Chicago? I think so. Yeah. I think they still associate uh, money with like high energy EDM, like bring right. the bottles out, bring bottles out, play Dioro or whatever, you know? Uh huh. But. The popping songs right now are all rap. Yeah. Like, there's no EDM that's really, I don't know, in my mind at least. Yeah. Like, unless it's like Calvin Harris or. Right. Mm-hmm. But it w- so in Chicago, y'all still playing? Like, I sometimes I would be like a slightly confused because they want to hear even like just old ass EDM shit. Yeah. Back in the this day. This still goes. Like, yeah. Uh, Tsunami is like a still a huge song at El Jefe, yeah. like in Chicago, which is crazy, you know? It's like. Damn. That's the only time I play that shit. Like, 
if I played that in Portland, the beer snobs would be like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, yeah, you're in Portland now, so how different is it now? It's all hip-hop, 100%. So I'm trying to break that mold yeah. and play like house shit, play like Percolator and shit, and be like, yo, this is dope. Listen when did, when did uh, the music start getting really segregated? Because I feel like in 2005, it was really like everyone wanted to, everyone was open, like they kind of got it, like uh, you're going to play a little house you're gonna play a little hip-hop you're gonna play a little mm-hmm. rock you're gonna play a little i think after classic. blog house dude like after that blog house shit was done like m83 and mgmt and all that people are like all right we only listen to rap or we only listen to edm or you know and that it was just like, started what, dividing 2008 9 mm-hmm. mgmt yeah. was popping mm-hmm. kid cuddy yeah cool kids all that shit a bloody bad that was like kind of yeah. the beginning of edm yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. why did it divide everything i don't know it could I'm be like sure. you said, like it, people associate high, high energy with money. Yeah. And so it was like a thing where we want the money in this club. So well, that means no hip hop because we want the money it. crowd. Also, hip-hop like hip hop was in a weird place between 2009 to like 2011. That's when like Drake was coming up. And there was not really a big like movement at that point, I want to say. Kind of. I mean, Lil Wayne was huge around yeah, that pause. time. No, yeah. and Kanye was still huge at the time yeah. also. No, he didn't release anything in 2008. Well, he released 808 and 08. Yeah. And then he didn't release anything until 2010. Carter, Carter 3 came out in 2008. 08. So it was like, but like I said, like 2009 was kind of like the takeover of that scene. And I think it was a cool shit. I think the college kids liked it. But wait, wait, when was, when was Paris? That was 2011. 2011. 2011. Yes, yeah. that's what I said. Like 2011. But that's when kind of like around the EDM time. It yeah. was, yeah. And mm-hmm. that was that shit was popping. Yeah. yeah. And then you had like I guess like Pop that came out 2012. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it was like that little dead time, that three year span where hip hop was in a weird place, and that EDM was just a safer thing. It was just hype energy and not a lot of curse words, not a lot of violence behind mm-hmm. it, a lot of drug use. But I mean. Everything started to slow down musically, you know. Now we're at like fifty-three BPM. You're like, fuck. <laughs> and the girls are like bringing out the bottles, like high energy, and you're like, sorry, this is a slow ass yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. So when I play, when I play Kanye, can you play Kanye in, in Chicago right now? For sure. Yeah. It's they still, still champion him. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the safest place to play Kanye for sure. Or Calabasas. <laughs> or Calabasas. <laughs> Hidden Hills. I mean, shit, you can still play out here all day. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say Hell that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like, I'm, no, I, feel, I still play Kanye. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm saying you can still play Kanye in Vegas. Yeah, but how does definitely. Chicago feel about Kanye right now? That's my thing. I think everybody's split on that. I think that's like 50-50 or even 75-25. People are like, I don't fuck with him. I fuck with him. Like, I don't really take that whole uh, MAGA hat shit seriously. No. But yeah. I just think it's kind of just. I think it's just to keep relevancy. He needs to be around. He's trying to keep up his, you know, his legacy with some Have shit. you ever, like, met, worked with him or, met, or, like, met him or anything? No, the closest I've been, well, I met him. I was super fucked up at Paris Hilton's <laughs> party, or Perez Hilton's party at South by Southwest in, like, 09, maybe. Mm-hmm. Him, Amber Rose, Cuddy, Plain Pat was there. Um, I was fucking lit. We ended up backstage and got to say what's up, and that was it. How was that? Yeah. Were you like Southside Chicago? <laughs> he played for like 700 people. It was amazing. That's yeah. crazy. Shit, I was I was wanted to know like uh, with the whole Kanye shit, like how Chicago's feeling about like him, like even when he went there and he was like looking for spaces to build factories and shit. Is that yeah. real or is that is he trolling? I don't know. He said he was gonna come back to Chicago. Well, he said he was not leaving. Back. Yeah, he's not leaving Chicago. And then like, and then he's not there. Yeah. 
<laughs> he, he did the whole studio <laughs> session situation, and then yeah, he just did. Like when he was on when he was on the Chicago radio station, and yeah. he was like crying and shit. I think that was that was real. probably real. Yeah, it seemed very real. Right? It seemed genuine a little bit. He seemed really hurt. Like that's like his city, you know. Yeah. So he's on like the grand stage. It's like basically your last hurrah, you know, talking to your people and. He doesn't have to make another album. But do you think he <laughs> should have done more for Chicago? That he could have done more? Did yeah. you guys, did you guys feel, feel betrayed feel like, when he left to L.A.? Yeah, for sure. I for feel sure. like the RSVP shit, RSVP gallery, yeah. was like him, Don C, mm-hmm. uh, was it Virgil also? Virgil, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That, that was like their last contribution, I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that. It's tough because, I, I mean, I have friends that had seen him out in the clubs before, but he won't be out in the club, like, yeah. anytime. Like, since he doesn't I need to be, though. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. But no I, pop-up performance. But there, there's that. not, like, a bitterness for towards him and shit? I, Chicago people, for sure. Yeah. They're like, why'd you do that, you know? Is I it don't like, take it that seriously, though. It's like, dude, you want to move? Fucking move. Like, he already did so Is it, like, his responsibility to help Chicago out? Kind of, a little bit. In what way? I mean, mm-hmm. like, if you have all of these opportunities and you came from a certain city and you, like, you kind of, like, uh, administered the sound, right? They and championed it, him as, like, then, Chicago's son, for yeah. sure. And yeah. then, like, you, you administered this, like, sound and you, you, you know, Chicago had your back and you, it was a part of, like, your upbringing and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And then you signed a bunch of Chicago motherfuckers, like, Common, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And then you like champion like up and coming dudes like Chance and shit. Yeah, even Big Sean from Detroit. Like yeah. Yeah. it was like a Midwest thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Midwest was offended when he left. Mm-hmm. They like lost a part of rap music, Midwest rap music. Consequent of that movement. Yeah, that sure's big. Hey, but he was still producing and doing stuff with these artists, even though he mm-hmm. was in L.A. Yeah, he yeah. was bringing them. Like, he was yeah. still mm-hmm. champion Chicago. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. all the yeah. artists you mentioned are from Chicago. Yeah. What was it? He was still like, working with, like, Slum Village and all them dudes. And, like, he was I mean, still that, doing all this shit. I mean, that whole song, uh, Homecoming, was about him leaving and how the city felt about him leaving. Mm-hmm. But he referenced it as a girl. So, yeah, if you listen to that song, he kind of says it, like. Which album was that? Uh, graduation. Yeah. So that was 2007. Yeah. So he said he says it on that song. Like people championed him, and then the city of Chicago was like, "Yo, why did you leave us for the bright lights and all this shit?" So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's what been year was that? Oh seven. Oh seven. God damn. Yeah. That's so, Chicago as a whole, though. Like once you leave, everyone's a fan of you. Like yeah. No matter what, like DJ, rapper, singer. Whatever. Oh, you just become bigger. It's yeah. like oh, he moved on to bigger. When things, you live right? in the city, you're the competition, and when you move. They're a fan of you, you know. That's is that crazy. the same? Like, does that apply to Chance the Rapper that he still is in Chicago? I think Chance is more political. That's why people, you know, because he seems like he's the new Chicago. champion of Chicago for sure. For sure, you there was a time where you were just seeing you would see him come out during everyone, and you're like, man, I don't want to hear no problems anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Chance is here, surprise, and you get on the mic, and you're like, oh, I mean, fuck, I had a buddy no that problem. was working. Uh, for WGCI, and he told me, like, Chance would hit him up, like, yo, yo you got to play my music, you got to play my music. And then we actually ran into him 2017 at um, the NBA All-Star Game, yeah. and Chance was staying in our same hotel, and they, they chopped it up, and he was like, yo, remember them times when I was begging you to play my shit, and now look at me, like, I'm here doing Crazy. stuff for NBA All-Star. What is Chance missing? I don't know. I think he's missing the big hit pause. 
he had he's missed. No, he, he needs a bigger I think, hit. I think he needs a label. He's still independent, right? Yeah. Yeah. You think a label would change everything? A little bit, yeah. I don't think so. He just didn't follow that single up with anything, right? He had the guest features, you know, he had Wayne. He didn't he follow that. He didn't follow fucking Chance Three with anything. Yeah. Like Color and Book did not get followed up with uh-uh. anything. It's too gospel. That's what you're that's what I think. Like that like shit was, was like super gospel, like and that didn't resonate with everyone. And certain people were like, Yo, I fuck with this. Yeah. Did, did you see that Joe Bunnett interview with him and Chance? Mm-mm. No. Where he kind of admitted that he felt like Kanye was using him. Yeah. That's Kanye, though. Yeah. Like Chief <laughs> Keef, like <laughs> designer. Yeah. It's a name you just don't know. Drake. <laughs> Drake. Yeah. Here's my thing, though. Drake does that with a lot of up and coming artists, but they don't see him like him using, like Drake using that artist. But when it comes to Kanye doing that, everyone feels like Kanye is using them. So they must. Sci High the Prince. Yeah. Like that dude could have been like the biggest dude in the world. Like he's an incredible songwriter. I mean, he wrote for Kanye for, yeah. for a while. Probably still, still now. And yeah. all he had was like Ray Ban Vision, was like his one song. And all right. So we were talking about this a little bit. You mentioned Drake, right? Yeah. How he kind of like does the same thing as Kanye, but then he like he lets motherfuckers pop like he off. He champions, yeah, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. He actually like lets them; they actually pop off. He brings them out to the concerts, let them do the song. So I feel like remember that album, More Life. Yeah, yeah. he was really trying to hit the UK grime. Yeah. He was trying to hit the Afro beat sound, right? Yeah, yeah. and House. he was trying to put all these artists on. Wizkid, yep, um, and Skepta, then, Black all Coffee of those. was yeah. on that. Yep. Georgia Smith, mm-hmm. and then it just—I mean, maybe it was a little too ahead of its time. Maybe I don't know. Like it, it just wasn't maybe the right time to drop it. But I, mean, it, I, I thought mean, I'm probably one of the only people that would say more. I like more life more than views. I think it was they. He should have held off on more life. I don't know. I, I thought like views was amazing. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm probably one of the few. Percentage. More life needed a better marketing plan. Then his father, like, sitting in front. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't yeah. make sense. It didn't match well, the music. Does that make sense? Remember, it was like a but more life is, yeah, I'm about to say that. Yeah. It was called a playlist, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, but yeah. he should have saved those, like, those, like, kind of the more, like, Afrobeat joints. It should have been mixed with something, like, some kind of movement or some type of um, a soundtrack. But maybe he didn't you know? realize it would be as big as it, as it was. Like he's like he said, it was a playlist. I, he was on it. He was on it because I'm sure he went to like London. But if he, he was, was on it, like, he damn, would've... this shit is hitting. Like this shit yeah. is crazy. But if you he was on I mean? it, wouldn't he put it out as an album instead of a playlist? Or playlist is kind of like a mixtape, right? It's, I yeah. think he should have. He just should have. He should have marketed better. But going back to you, all of that shit, right? Like, yeah. Even when he wanted to do that Louisiana bounce. Yeah. Right. He got Frida, and then he kind of pretty much put on City Girls, yo. Yeah, he kind of yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's kind of. Just well, off of that one song. Kanye's a he's a different intensity level that rubs people the wrong way. Like he's like that that guy that like if it's not his way and it's perfected his way, yeah. you're gonna bump heads where I feel like Drake might be a little more accepting of you as an artist and do you do you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drake just gets on the remix and just throws a hot verse and kind of takes he, over the voice. He doesn't does he doesn't do the music. Because Kanye, well, Kanye you got a point. Man. Kanye like, does the music. You got a point that Kanye is a producer. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So maybe his, his level of control and... Because if you listen to like, going back to those common albums he did, it sounded like Kanye. Those studio like, sessions, he definitely yeah. is yeah. way different. He revived sure, yeah. that Twister, like all that stuff he was doing yeah, with yeah. Slum Village. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. sounded like Kanye. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like I mean, Alicia Keys singles even, that he did. Yeah. The first John Kanye. Legend album. Yeah. That shit was fire too. Yeah. I used to love her. That shit was good too. 
I don't know. It's like maybe like Drake is more like you get in the studio, you do you, but I'm gonna hop on that hot remix. And Kanye is like a brand though, you know, like it's not even Kanye anymore. It's Kanye the brand. Yeah. And Drake is like it's still Drake. Drake is know? a brand too. Yeah. You think? No. Well, as I a, think it's artist, uh, not back then, but I think yeah. now. Yeah. OVO is like a movement, and yeah. if you're an OVO, you're affiliated with OVO. You're kind of you have that stamp of approval. I think Kanye with the shoes and everything is just every week. New yeah, drop, yeah new it's drop, a fucking new drop. It's Kanye. It's it's Kanye. Big Drake did put on some big people like uh, The Weeknd, Party, Party Next, next door. door. And Party mm-hmm. Next Door has great. But Party Next Door never like really blew up. Do you got mm-hmm. he writes well, a not lot. Yet. Yeah. He yeah. writes a I lot. Know, yeah, mm-hmm. that's where his. But money we also got to also know that he, he, a lot of people say that Drake has taken a lot of dope songs from talented people. Yeah, like Weekend and mm-hmm. Party Next Door, especially Party Next <laughs> yeah. Door. Yeah, <laughs> so there is a little bit of that whole. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, just not putting motherfuckers on. He is like taking motherfuckers swag. Too. Yeah, yeah. Party shit. Next Door just has a lot of written records that a lot of people look over. Like he he wrote work for Rihanna, and mm-hmm. he's writing a lot of her new shit. So, yeah. At that point, like, do you want to become the star? Or are you cool with just writing the music and just being behind the scenes? And collecting that check, it just sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm wondering about Chance because I feel like he is talented, but I I've, he's been on a few features. He was on the Cardi album. Mm-hmm. He was on mm-hmm. a couple other songs. He was on that Bieber joint with Khaled. Khaled. Him and Bronson. Oh yeah, that's Baby. right. Yeah, yeah, like two yeah. of those. I forgot about that. And then I was just kind of like, yo, what is he doing? Like, it seems like he's not really. He doesn't have like a a plan. And then you know people, what I mean? people yeah. have been overlooking all his like. Like he's been dropping singles, like a packs of threes. That EP that he dropped, I was just he had yeah. that one kind of good uh, with Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox sample, yeah. but it didn't really go. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. But then again, I think it's also in the in the climate of music being released. Just every week, everybody's dropping a lot of shit. It's just so much. So his shit just got washed underneath all the bullshit that was going on. Yeah, you. Um, I wanted to bring this up because in that Joe Budden interview with Chance. And we've, I mean, we've spun at Studio Paris. And I, he was like, I guess he was like in support of Studio Paris in, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But, and that literally in that, um, in that interview, he was saying that he, he's like, he's not in support of Studio Paris no more because the owners are like Trump supporters or some shit. Or their money's going to some weird That's Republican crazy. shit. He was always there too. He was always, always studio. I went to his birthday party at Studio. And now he's at, Liquor box a lot, which he's, is another spot. He says that he's su- he's supporting a lot of l- the smaller venues and uh-huh. local spots. Yeah, yeah. The spot that I always see him as liquor box now, and him and Vic are always there and crazy. Vic's another one that's just like Vic should Mensa? be huge. Yeah. Okay. And oh, Vic Mensa. He's never yeah. really popped off either, right? He had that one hit. He yeah. Why that, you mad? That Kanye yeah. shit again. Like he kind of used them and then yeah. dropped them. I don't know, man. I don't know. His last album, he toured with Jay Z. Yeah, he was the opener. It's crazy for the uh, for Jay Z's tour by himself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Maybe I just, forgot. Just horrible at marketing. That's what he's also very political. Very political, and he's yeah. very opinionated. Like he'll, he's like said, um, he reminds me of like a young comic. Yeah, he wants to beat people up and shit. So, yeah, who do you have that beef with? Academics. Yeah. <laughs> Like was he, like, he thought he threatened to fight him? Was that was it academics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna beat his ass and all this shit. <laughs> so I'm saying it's a lot of like, I don't know, double edged sword. Did we, were you DJing that chance birthday party or you were just No, I out? was there. We had a table. Uh, I was with the Red Bull people and Chance brought out he's like, All right, that's it. We he had a DJ, whatever. His DJ, I think, uh, Oreo at the time. And uh, 
He's like, all right, we're going to call it a night. And he's like, just kidding. Ludacris. And I was like, what? I was like super fucked up. Ludacris came out? Yeah, Ludacris did every song you wanted to hear. And I was just like, fuck. I think he even did um, The Potion. I'm okay. pretty sure he did The Potion. <laughs> Damn. Like, and I was like, yo, is this seriously happening right now? Am I too I fucked up to understand what's going yeah, on? Yeah, like all the DJs were like losing their minds. Their faces were like melting off. And the then he's like, all right, we're going to call it a night. He's like, just kidding, T-Pain. And I was like, what? I would have spassed <laughs> out. I would have spassed out for T-Pain. <laughs> when was this? Uh, two years ago? Three, two or three years ago, yeah. Holy oh, this height then. Right after coloring book. Yeah, he had, uh, every table had uh, these water bottles, like from Space Jam, that said, like, Chance's Secret Sauce. And it was, like, a tequila drink that got you fucked up. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's dope. <laughs> out of your mind. Yeah, it was, it was super dope. Fuck. How was, uh, you were telling me that Studio Pass is going to close. Yeah, Studio's closing and the Mid's closing back to back. I'm actually flying back to Chicago to do the closing of the Mid 22-hour party. 22-hour party? 22-hour party, yeah. I'm playing at like 2 or 3 a.m. and then Claude Von Stroke's in the main room while I'm playing. Holy shit. Yeah. Yo, I was hearing, I was hearing stories or rumors, right? Because Tau Chicago, so mm -hmm. Tau Group just opened... Uh, Tao, Chicago, huge, yeah. huge fucking huge mega restaurant, it, huge club. Yeah, is it like the one of the? No, there was other mega clubs in Chicago before, but it is like a me, like one of like, it's a big like Vegas mega, mega club mega. in Chicago. They're definitely gunning for anyone on vacation coming to Chicago to buy bottles there. Like that's right. it's crazy. Yeah, is that one of the reasons that like Studio Paris and all these places are kind of closing? It's definitely shaking things up for sure. Like it's like David and Goliath, you know, that comes into town. It's like, how do you compete with those budgets, you know, and their roster and all that? Yeah, because they got Madison Square Garden backing them. Yeah. At Tau Group. Yeah. And then I mean, it's so much money. I think they have like Marshmallow, T yeah, like Tiesto, just like huge. Ass. I hear they're destroying it over there. Mm -hmm. They're like murdering it over there because yeah. a couple of like uh, like bartenders and bar managers and like mm -hmm. staff from Las Vegas. Yeah. They actually moved to Chicago to yeah. open that spot. Chicago's yeah. funny because anytime something like that pops up, all of the people from the other spots go to whatever's new. Like all the servers and all that, they'll just quit their job and go there. And go yeah. there. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing here in Vegas, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's it just is. like running around and shit. Yeah. Was Chicago that kind of crowd, like that kind of bottle popping no. crowd? Not really, no. So it's going to be interesting to see but that. Tau Group has kind of introduced that that to them to the to the crowd. Well, the money in Vegas compared to Chicago is like way different. You know, yeah. like it's all out here. You know, if you're doing a table, you're doing it out here. I don't know how you sustain that for years on end. You know, yeah. every night being like bottle twenty thousand dollar table. You know, it's like yeah. But there's definitely money sure. in that yeah. city. No doubt. I remember going no to doubt. Studio Paris. Not not playing, but last year I was there during Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And then you saw like Ferraris, Lamborghinis all lined yeah. up outside of Studio Paris. Yeah. Shit. Like lined up, people waiting to get in, closing the door, a couple hundred just to get past the door, man. Like It's easier here though, because like in Chicago you're like, Oh, there's a foot of snow, I don't wanna fucking go out. Yeah. You know, like I'm not oh, yeah. trying to get involved in that. And it's you guys cold got the as worst shit. fucking winters, And you got all those man. sports teams, too. So they, yeah. they, the clientele yeah. is going to be heavy with them, too. That's part of the reason I dipped out. It's too fucking cold, man. I love Chicago. <laughs> is that why you dipped out? <laughs> no, I was just tired of doing bottle service, honestly. So I got a question. With Tao Chicago opening, and that's a mm -hmm. mega bottle service club, right? Mm -hmm. And that being kind of almost like in... Uh, where's the location? Is it like in the what would be like Times Square of Chicago? Kinda? Yeah, right in River North downtown. Yeah, right. So a couple blocks from the studio. Got it. Probably so four the, or five. 
so then with that being with that opening in every and that being such a mega hit mm-hmm. right is the bottle service concept um a mainstream business that's maybe that like what i'm trying to say is, is that is it past its is it like is it at its peak and it's it's going to be like it is on its way out the concept of that to me because when regular people are going to bottle service clubs mm-hmm. like it's them going to i mean back in the day when people would want to go to like espn zone you know what i'm oh, saying yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or like going to like the hard rock cafe yeah mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying like them going to these like kind of like i don't know what you call like franchise play things it's almost oh, like it, um, for me it's like it's reminding me of that but i'm not you know Tau group are a fucking brilliant nightclub nightlife uh businessmen they know what the fuck they're doing mm-hmm. but I'm, what yeah. i'm trying to say is that I've never seen bottle service in such a mainstream thing where everybody I know is just like, oh, yeah, we'll get a bottle. The what? shift now, I think, is the sports bar that does bottle service, like the Bound, Bounce in Chicago, mm-hmm. and Bottled Blonde, even Hefe, you know. People want to go at like 2 p.m., watch a game, get some food, and then get a bottle. That's mm. the shift. That's and, like the and, new shit. And then it ends at like 12, or they keep mm-hmm. going. So yeah. that's like the new day party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sundays are huge. Sundays yeah. are fucking huge out there. So it's like the day sports, like day party mm-hmm. sports bar shit. Yeah. That's popping. But there's so many fucking teams there yeah. too, you know? So yeah, yeah. Like, well, that spot we used yeah. to do in El Paso was like that. I think that was, oh, I forgot about? the name. Because I remember I used to do it on a Sunday and it would be mad Cowboys fans mm-hmm. or mad like Houston Texans fans. And then after the after the game, it would be the party. Yeah. And with bottles and like food. It was like a... I, I think that's the, the way to go. Fuck being in a club till 5 a.m. Like, do that DJ shit in the daytime. Yeah, I'm you know, just wondering just if the in. bottle service concept is, is, I mean, it's obviously been around for a long time, but if it if it needs to get revived somehow, I, we always talk about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always wonder. But it's it just it's one of those things where when Tau Group opens and you have a brand name like that, like a franchise name like that, and it's mm-hmm. like, do the, do young kids want to go to that? Like, do young kids want to go to that? I don't know town? if they're spending like Cause that. Because, like, in New York, when I go back and I talk to promoters, right, uh-huh. they're like, yo, young people don't want to be in clubs. It's like a bad look if they're in a club. There's like, something. why are y'all in a club? Like, you know, like these, like, 20, like these 20-year-old, 19-year-old models? Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, embarrassing to be at a nightclub. Really? Or a bottle service club. Yeah, it's just kind of like, because the clientele that's going there is a different clientele now. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like, why are you going to a lot of suits for sure? Yeah. Where are they going to? Like the lounges or I mean, they, the, the neighborhood bars? They'll or? go there like if Drake is performing or if it's mm-hmm. fashion week and like yeah. Rihanna's going to show up. Then it's like, oh, it's a good look it's to cool. be there. But if you just go into the club like on the regular, it's kind of like, yo, like why would you go? So where are they yeah. hanging out at on the weekends? I don't know, just like regular bars or high end restaurants. Well, like, you know, I'm saying I know in LA, like, the day parties are like killing it. Yeah, the day day parties. Day parties in New York also. Like, not even like pool parties, just like if you got a rooftop somewhere. Yeah, and like like uh like highlight room, mm-hmm. like spots like that in like LA, yeah, dope, yeah, you know what I mean, like dope day parties with bottle service. That's like the new thing for like yeah, a lot for of a long, kids, right? for a long time. Like Red Cup Sundays was killing yeah. it in LA, and then uh, it turned into ice cream Sundays in Lock and Key, and that's a big thing to, to still. But that's been a big party for like five years, right? Yeah, but it barely got popping like trendy wise like two years ago. But that's just been going on for like five. Yeah, you're right, but. It's those type of places that kids want to go to because there's no cover at the door. Yeah. Parking is free. And you could go dressed up as however you want to go. You don't have to look a certain way. 
and everyone's kind of like in the same equal level. I think what's transformed to me and what I'm noticing is that when I think of bottle service, I think of energy. I think of high energy, right? A mm-hmm. lot of glitz and glamour. I think of like uh, a lot of lights, a lot of cryo, a mm-hmm. lot of confetti. Yeah. And then when I think of the new generation, I think of vibes. Mm-hmm. Like they want to vibe out. They the, want like they want the cool champagne mimosa going on. Well, no, I mean, performance. Even the yeah. music. It's not about like this. This like kind of fist yeah. pumping mm-hmm. like energy. It's like more like laid back. It's like the, shit. Well, it's like I think there's like the turn up points where they're like moshing a little bit. But it's like all about the vibe. Yeah, and that's that influencer shit. Everyone's too cool. They're like, I'm not gonna mosh. Like, I'm gonna stand back here. I'm gonna stand back. Yeah. 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 So it's like all about vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With I don't know. It's just I, I'm really curious to see where uh, bottle service goes. That's why last night was dope because no one was too cool. You know, it's hey, like yeah, yeah. It's everyone a, it's was just even like, playing field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People well, was, people weren't scared to dance. It was a, yeah, no, it was and everyone was just trusting the DJ. It's yeah. like I don't even know the song, but it's dope. Yeah, I was out there Shazam the fuck out. Of yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no shame, man. I'm like, all right, if everyone's gonna dance, I'm gonna Shazam this shit. Fina was like, yo, I, I feel like I was the first day out Shazamming all the songs. <laughs> like, I'm like, but that's the cool it part. Down. It's the best, man. That's the best part when you don't know the song and you're just like, yo, what the fuck is this playing? I'm so happy to hear a DJ play shit that I just don't know. Don't yeah, have. Yeah, know? I really love that. I, 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 I can only hear Young Jock so many times. You know? no, man. <laughs> that's a luxury that you really don't have in these major nightclubs, yeah. though, is to be able to play whatever you want and just expect people to vibe out and not want to request the newest shit yeah. or the hottest shit. You know what I mean? Because they equate energy with money. Yeah, so it was like, super pure. There's no requests, you know, and everybody's yeah. just like, like I you mean, said. Yeah. You do have those. Like, I've DJed downtown before on a first Friday, and, like, there's kids coming up. What time are you playing Mo Bamba? I mean, like, the cool, <laughs> like the shit. I'm like, yo, in a, in a little bit, I'm like, it's 11 o'clock. Just hang out and just listen to whatever the fuck he's playing or whatever is happening. And But those kids still come up, and they want to request, like, Mo Bamba, Sicko Mode, or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like a whack time for music right now. I mean, just because, mm-hmm. like, this in-between period. Even though, like, I'm feeling a lot of A Boogie with the hoodie. I'm feeling mm-hmm. a lot of that yeah. shit. Star yeah. Tender. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was look it back Look at Back it. At It? That's it's a, fucking yeah. bananas. That's like an 80s, like, beat. I love that shit. It's fucking that's dope. So what I'm dope. loving is that a lot of 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. That, that song a lot is... Yo. Mm-hmm. No that one's that talking Memphis about his album. That J. Cole joint? Yeah. The one with J. Cole is crazy. Out for the Night. Oh yeah, that shit that kind of sounds like sicko mode. That you, one. You know what's funny? That fucking future album came out and it just got like slept on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but nah, uh, it's so like um, 150 first week. No, but I'm saying like no one's like choosing like n- the, when people a, are still I, buying it though. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, because he has a following. But I'm saying like when a, when an album comes out, people grasp into one song and that song kind of goes viral. It right? like propels, yeah. It just yeah. goes mm-hmm. and there ha- it's been I mean a couple of days or whatever, but. That song still hasn't been chosen. I think we're in a different period right now because, I mean, look at A Boogie with the Hoodie. When did he drop? In November? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took him a while to get some momentum, man. I think it was exactly. like early December, actually. Yeah. But still, yeah. it took a while. Like it took say. a while like to, to get on everyone's radar. Yeah, now it's like number one on Billboard. Yeah, 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He dropped, he dropped yeah. I think, the second or third week. He's like December. number three right now yeah. or something, yeah. right? The yeah. Bronx. Yeah. And that's a really good album, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Actually, the Ass and Titties is not bad. The A&T? Yeah. I've been playing that shit. Yeah. But I get But I'm surprised about the A Boogie. I mean, like, wow. Why are you surprised, bro? He's from the Bronx, right? It's the BX, son. Get the chop. It's been a minute. I mean, other than Cardi B, there hasn't really been anybody from the Bronx that's blown up. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
But A Boogie's been he's been consistent over the last few years, right? Mm-hmm. He's I, kept I, the I gotta be honest, man. I don't know any A Boogie songs except the, like Star Ten and what's been popping mm-hmm. recently. He was on that remix with um, Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, the Kiki. Kiki. <laughs> it wasn't a remix. It was oh, Kiki. he was on the regular song. Sorry, it was Kiki, yeah. right? Yeah, it was Kiki. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was dope. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he he stays with a little feature here and there, but. As a full album and, and a body of work, you haven't got no. anything crazy from him yeah. till recently. Yeah. But I mean, like even songs that were like popping a month ago, they're like on its way out almost. Like ZZ, mm-hmm. that had uh, this little run. Uproar, another little run. I feel like I gotta yeah. get out of Uproar, Uproar. <laughs> as soon as I drop it. Yeah. Do you hit the yeah. ba- the fabulous verse? Oh, I'm sorry, that's Uptown. I'm sorry, that's Uptown, uptown shit. Yeah, that's I like, like hitting miss for me. That's a double one. Yeah, hit or miss. Yeah. Oh, I like that one more than the. You write about so. Uproar though. Like, that's like, I'm like, I can feel the vibe maybe 20 seconds in, and I'm like, oh, Because they just want that one fucking hit. What the fuck, yo? They want that, and then that's when you just get the fuck out. It's that one clip that they can get for their Instagram. Yeah. And once they Mm -hmm. have it, they don't give a fuck about you in that song. Yeah. Till the next I know, ZZ's like, ZZ's almost done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uproar is like, done. Is the the Drake and Meek Mill hitting for you? Uh, going, going bad, bad. Yeah. Going yeah. bad. As soon as they that drop that off. video, yo, that's it's what's gonna, gonna it's gonna it's turn gonna it make it nasty. That's yeah. just gonna pop. Like, I'm waiting for that video. Them. Yeah, that's gonna make a difference. Huh? This dude actually requested it like on Saturday. I was in San Diego and they were like, "Yo, we don't usually do this, but this dude wants to hear this song with his bottle presentation." I was like, "Yeah, all right." And it was, was going like, bad. And it was yeah going bad. But I was like, "All right, if it's getting to this point, then yeah." Keep it going. Motherfuckers want this shit for their bottle presentation. (laughs) (laughs) There might be something there, man. I don't know. Um, So, Portland. Yeah. Oregon. Why did you move to Portland? (laughs) Tell us why. Um, Persuade us as if we got to move to Portland. No, no, no. But he had, I mean, it's, 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 it was for opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had linked with Evil One. Yeah. Um, Shout to Evil One. Shout to Evil One. He said, I have an opportunity for you to come out and be my ace, all my clubs. Do you want to do it? And at the time, I was like, yeah. I'm tired of bottle service, tired of all that shit, and just want to do something different. So I went out west. So are you, like, running clubs? No, just DJing nonstop. <laughs> and so these venues that you're doing, they're not bottle, but no yeah. bottle service? They have They have bottles, but... It's not really a thing out there. Bottle service is like new out there, so it's, yeah. it's cool. Are they like are they nightclubs or lounges? Uh, it's like a bar, Bars. so like okay. fifty to hundred capacity, smaller, mm-hmm. but like turn up. Like you play swag surfing at midnight, the whole room, no phones, no nothing, everyone. So mm-hmm. it's dope. And it's Damn. all hip hop right now, one hundred percent hip hop. And yeah. but it's like I heard everyone like bar hops a lot more out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like they'll go in the bar. And then they'll leave. Go next door. Go next go to door. Another spot, so like, come is, back. It, is it hard to maintain the room, or is it, what is it's it? always I gotta like flip the room, which is new for me. They're like, yo, flip the room. We're at capacity. Flip the room. People aren't buying drinks. Flip the room. What is that? Oh, so you change the music uh-huh. to get them to go buy drinks uh, or, gotta, or, or leave? Yeah, yeah, get them to leave. Holy shit! Yeah. Really? Is there always a line outside? Yeah. So that's so, kind of like so whatever happens at bar A, like, yo, we got thirty people outside. Flip the, flip room. the room. So when you flip the room, exactly what would you play to Careless Whisper? EDM. <laughs> <laughs> ah, careless Whispers. <laughs> careless Whispers. <laughs> yeah, that's why that fight broke out. <laughs> but like as a DJ, you play EDM you? to clear it out. Yeah. You oh, go up shit. just high energy. Yeah. What do you and start then, playing? And that right. works. So Usually, yeah. What or is, or like, they vibe to it and you're what, like, fuck. What's your What's your go to flip the room record? Oh man. Anything slow. 
Honestly, I could do uh, like Fisher losing it, and people would be like, "Oh, there's no words in this shit." Yeah. Uh, Damn, there's no Instagram. Did it take some? Did it take some getting used to? Because I feel like as a I'm DJ, I'm still trying to get used to. You're I've been with out there your for psyche, right? Like yeah. you're like, I don't want to yeah. do this. Yo, you understand how fucked up is? Like you hear EDM shit going off. And then you walk out, and this motherfucker just plays the hot shit, and like, why the fuck <laughs> did we just step out? And then there's huge ass line outside to get back in. So yeah, like, they go from like bar A to bar B, and then the bar B goes to bar A. Like, they just switch in mm-hmm. customers. It's weird to think about like what you wouldn't want to hear in a club. Like yeah. to flip the room and be like, oh, I'm out. This dude. I don't know if I could. I, if I could do it. I feel like most DJs would have trouble. It's tough. It Flipping is tough. You're just not programmed that way. No. <laughs> it's like reverse DJ. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost it's like, like a, don't be bad, but. It's almost like a bad. chef where you're like, meals have been great. We need you to like start poisoning people now. <laughs> like right? give them something <laughs> wax so they can yeah. appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Like we need, we need people to start throwing up at the table, and you're like, "What? Yeah, drop and a little extra salt on the steak." Just yeah. Well, my nice. thing is that I was like, "Man, I thought that was like a track that'd get you out of here, but you guys are jumping up and down to it." So, yeah. so it's kind of you like learning. Like, about Yo, I thought you were gonna flip the room. I'm like, I am. I think. I think. <laughs> How often do you flip the room a night? You'd probably have to do it once or twice. Okay. Yeah, on a I thought it was like every like hour and a half. Or, or yeah. Or if it's popping at ten, then you'd have to flip it like every thirty Damn. minutes. You know? Every thirty minutes. Yeah. And then because the then people are just sitting with their drink and they're like, "I'm inside. I'm just gonna stay." Yeah. Or play like Mumbaton or something like that. You know, and be like, because people only want the hottest rap shit out there, like the radio shit, like yeah, mm-hmm. whatever's popping, like jumping on a jet. That's what they want to hear. So That's I come in crazy. and play like. EDM or some shit like that, and they're like, oh. "Have you ever got booed? Just flipping a room, and you're like, fuck, it's not my fault.' Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Did the crowd know you're flipping the room? No. no do you just, have to ever explain it to people? Like, yo, man, I'm doing this oh, yeah, because management. Yeah. I'm like, listen, we got too many people in here, my guy. He's like, this isn't it what you want? No. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. And do you see people just migrate to the bar to grab drinks, and you're like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah, I understand yeah. why they want us to do this. Well, the thing is, is you know, my spot on Saturday is only 50 capacity. That's oh. all. That's all you can fit in there. It's fifty capacity. Yeah, and wow. everyone's turning up. But if everyone's dancing and no one's buying drinks, we're still not making, yeah, money, not making money. You know, mm-hmm. so flip it's the room. Happy medium. <laughs> flip the room. Have you uh, went out? Have you went out to listen to other DJs like and how they flip the room? Yeah, or talk to them. And I've tried to determine if they're flipping the room or if they're just fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's yeah, a new concept knew. for I me. Never knew that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if this is only like in Portland or this is. What like happens if you flip the room in Vegas? Oh, <laughs> they flip you out of the booth. Yeah, they flip you. Flip you out the club. Flip you out of the rotation. On some jazzy Jeff getting tossed. I'm out trying to door. think. <laughs> if, I'm trying to think if anyone's ever said that in Vegas. Flipping flip the, room, the room or like no one's buying drinks. It's more so maybe mm. no one's spending money at the tables. I heard flip the room in Chicago, actually. What? Where they were like, yo, too much rap, flip the room. Oh, but oh okay. That, but that's like because you're playing too much rap. Yeah. Not because the shit is going, yeah. like, because popping of capacity. off and no one's yeah. Flip the room. Wow. Like, to literally empty out, the, like, the room so, like, they can bring in 30 more people. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a whole new How long you been DJ? in Portland now? Nine or ten months, about nine and months. Yeah. So like you're still, it's still an, an uneasy feeling doing it. Still every now. night, it's yeah. every night's a fucking learning experience. It's crazy. It's like you're like you're flying the fucking airplane, and then you're like, 
okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. And just change gears and just drop it 30 fucking miles. Well, down. some nights all they want to hear is EDM at the same spots that I play only hip hop. So I'm like, that's crazy. Wait, that's management only wants you? No, the, the club goers. Okay. Yeah. Is or it, it's just is the it EDM tourists crowd. that go out or is it locals? It has to be. It's a lot of tourists, I think. That's why you're just getting a different Portland's bunch of like turning into like a huge tourist destination for like breweries, Food, like foodies and like, weed, yeah. strip clubs, like all that shit. Foodies. Dude, we gotta go to Portland now. Come on out. I want to see somebody flip a room. Yeah. What's up with the strip clubs? Everywhere. Is, we, what, Everywhere. is it because of the license, like the the bar license or something? Or? I think so. I think. What I heard was it's the most strip clubs per capita in the United States. Yeah, there's like more strip clubs in in uh, Get out of here. in Portland. I didn't, I didn't know but that. it's like whack. Is it would be like a bar with like a chicken, a bikini, or topless <laughs> oh, on the bar. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? I remember we had Zimmy. He was kind of <coughs> touching they on used, it. Pause. Yeah, a little bit. They used to have those in New York. I don't know if they still have it. In like in like Washington Heights or like the Bronx, like Queens, exactly, like they just yeah. have like some like yeah, some Puerto Rican chick, like yeah. <laughs> That's where uh, yeah. that's where Cardi B came about. The star was born at a boy. Nah, she was a she nah, was at, she was at, she was at the the joint. I forgot what the, what it's called. It's not Starlets, right? Yeah, Starlets. Yeah, wasn't she at was that? That was the one in um. It wasn't uh, Sin City. No, 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 no. He's talking about the OG Funk Master Flex. Spot. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where. Man, I've been there. Like, uh, Sue's Rendezvous. Sue's Rendezvous, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that? Uh, oh, I thought it was serious, like, at a local. It had to be Bronx Starlets. Bar. Yeah, it had to be Starlets. That's crazy. What do you, I, I'm just like, I don't know. I about the strip club shit, but damn. That's fucking, <laughs> like, I can't, I still can't wrap my, I'm trying to think what records I would play to flip a room. Do you yeah. have, like, oh, a, I would play, like, like, you would just drop that out of nowhere? <laughs> Like temptations or some shit. Like walk it yeah. out, walk it out. Zombie nation. Be like, this motherfucker's trying to flip the room. <laughs> we got on. So you have a like, what's you have your a crate? top five that you go to like to flip the room? Do you have a crate? Like a? F- I should. I should have a fucking crate. Uh, like flip the room crate. <laughs> Man, like I would do like honestly, I wanted to do like some Destiny's Child or shit like that. But, but then that might like, work. That work. Off so fucking hard, and I'm like, yeah, say my name. I work. You know what would flip? What would flip the room if you played like, like Keith what Murray? Is- or like old '90s shit that no one knows, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, and you might get some like old, some or like show me hits. love, maybe maybe know, some club, maybe some cool mode. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is like, that, that, people uh, be like? This is too old. You're like, I know. Flipping the go buy a drink. Go buy a drink. He'd have that Damn. crate that's called what FTR. Yeah. Flip the room. <laughs> Flippy the roomy. FTR. I'm gonna make a fucking track called Flip the Room. <laughs> make, oh, a mix good, yeah. make a mix CD. Make a mix CD. Make a bunch of transition records that go from like <laughs> sickle mode <laughs> into like something awful. Yeah. Like, like Paperboy. <laughs> <Doing the CD. laughs> Want to? It's like, yo, what the fuck is this? It's my Flip the Room transition <laughs> record. <laughs> Damn, man. It's probably like a new transition <laughs> crate. That's, that's crazy. Crazy. That's so a wait, wait. World, man. Uh, you were you were talking to me. The pay is different too, right? Yeah. So this is uh, all. The, most of the spots out there are bar percentage. Since it's small, you work on percentage instead of so, flat fee. So break that down. Uh, if you go into a spot and they're like, "All right, you're gonna work on percentage," you'll get ten percent of all alcohol sales mm-hmm. for the night and cover. Mm. So it works out to about the same, I would think, as a flat fee. Uh-huh. But what happens when sometimes you, you make more, sometimes some, you make trash? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what happens if no one shows up? Yeah. That's, that's that. Crazy. That's that whole DJ promoter, all of that. You know, like I see all these memes. Twenty nineteen, you, you're not just a DJ. 
your promoter, you know. So you, you just get the percentage. You don't get a pay, a set pay, and plus a percentage? I set a minimum to where yeah. I'm like, all right, I got to get this. Mm-hmm. Okay, or yeah. 10%, you know, whatever's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be like that in New York at yeah. the smaller spots. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember like, yo, they would literally pay me like $60. And then they'd be like, yeah, you get a percentage of the bar. I never had that problem. <laughs> huh? I never had that. You never had that? No. I was I doing like Leopard Lounge. Uh-huh. I would get like $60. Yeah. And I'd have to bring like four crates of records. Uh-huh. And I lived in Spanish Harlem at the time. And I had to go all the way down to like Fifth Street. So the taxi was like, so was that, like was pay. that was my whole pay. Just and to then, get there. <laughs> and then like the bar might do like twenty five hundred, three thousand. So uh-huh. then I would get like 15% of that. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like when you're doing that, is it like these are the deals you work out with the venue or more so like the promotional groups? Uh, just straight with the venue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'll let you know ahead of time. And it's almost all spots out there yeah. are like, you know, percentage. Are any spots out there promoter driven or is it just the venues? It's just venues. Okay. Yeah. Nightlife is, is interesting out there. It's like it's becoming a thing. You know, yeah. bottle services so starting to happen. Out. So I feel like I'm on like the ground floor out there. I'm like, That's a good right. thing. Yeah. Why is that that it's becoming? Is it like the the hipsters are finally like, well, we wanna we wanna go out. I think it's it's turning into more of an attraction. You know, we got like a dope basketball team now, and people mm-hmm. have like a reason to go out after. You know, like Lakers fans are in town. They're like, well, fuck, we're in that LA mindset. You know, yeah. we got to go out now. You know, shit like that. That's crazy. Well, they did have like a kind of like a Vegas style club at one point. What was it? A Couture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the one Park, club. Uh, like, yeah, was, yeah. Shout to to Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like the one club that I, that I remember mm-hmm. that was like kind of like, I don't know if it was like a Vegas theme kind of spot, yeah. but it was like bottle service. and Yeah, he's got a new spot too. He's yeah. kind of pushing uh, the bottle service shit. Yeah. yeah. Do but you guys, um, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, do you guys like, does any of those bars kind of book like artists or whatever to host? Just to kind of get that, or they just depending on the good music. There's a couple. There's a spot that I know that does like on Sundays. They have like rappers too. So like, so like local rappers. Yeah, or? at midnight you'll have someone come on do like three tracks to break it up, and then DJ switch, and then you know back to it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what I, what I was gonna talk about is, did you also? We spoke briefly, but you also went to Portland to do some stuff with Nike. Yeah, I actually when I moved out there, I started working with. Uh, my dude DJ Nature and uh, yeah, yeah, shot to nature. Project yeah, yeah. with him and did some shit for an Air Max commercial, which was dope. A That's lot dope. of sound design, like matching what you see in the video to what you hear, like traffic, birds, you know, city, city soundscapes, all that shit. So it's my first time doing Portland's that. Portland's like a Nike town, huh? Yeah, Nike's there, Adidas is there. But it's more Nike than anything. Checks over stripes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Checks over strikes. But Adidas just moved out there recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like a beef, right? There's like a tension between Nike people and Adidas people. I think so, yeah. So like are there certain clubs or certain bars that only Nike people will go to and if Adidas comes in it's 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 on? You it's on you always see them bottles like, like squad up. Like you're like, Oh, this is a group of Nike people, you know. Yeah. How do you funny. know? Like they just weren't all night, just head to toe. <laughs> okay, and then Adidas comes in. Yeah, yeah. are they still wearing their badges and shit? Yeah. <laughs> Don't work. It's mean yeah, mugging. Man. Yeah, it was, I was at that. I told you I was at that Adidas event for do. It was a do over, and it was a, oh, sponsored yeah, yeah, yeah. by Adidas. Mm-hmm. And there was like some Nike people there, and they, everyone seemed cool, but it was just definitely like it's like the Bloods in the Crips. <laughs> it's yeah. a little weird though. Yeah. It's kind of like obviously, like I was hanging with the designers, so like some of the designers at Nike were hanging out with the Adidas designers, so they were like cool, but I don't know. It was just like a weird. 
Yeah, they're trying to get him drunk enough to know what the fuck they're, and then they're bringing it, out. And then I, I told the story. I think DJ Quick was spinning, and then he dropped sickle mode. And I was like, oh, yo, yeah, yeah. I was like, is Adidas going to let him play that line? <laughs> it's not a big thing, though. Checks over stripes? That's not what I like. Not that big, man. And Adidas, <laughs> come on, that's kind of a, bi- a big deal. Uh, did, he, did he drop it, though? He let it ride out? Yeah, yeah, he let it ride. Imagine if he dropped <laughs> Jumpman by Drake. Jumpman, Jumpman. <laughs> oh, I did a thing. Nike event a couple years ago where I wore a, a Yeezus shirt on accident. Yeezus oh. tour shirt. And they told me to zip up my hoodie for the whole set. Hey, oh, bro, wow. listen. You take that's that. kind of different, though. Yeah. 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 They were they're like, yo, bro, why'd you wear that? I was like, oh, I was hungover. I just put on a shirt. I got, invited to an Adidas, <laughs> I got invited to an Adidas event one time, and I wore uh, Nike Yeezys. And they're looking at me like, yo, what the fuck you doing here? Like, we got a narc in the room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's got to be the shit, though. Like, when you have Nike there, you have um, Adidas there. Like, the mm-hmm. corporate money must be must be good, no? There's a lot of, like... Events, right? Yeah, brand-driven events, which is dope. And do you uh, do you get... Because, what, Nike has the... Um, Employee store? Mm-hmm. The friend and family? Yeah. Yes. 30, 40% off, something yeah. like that. I'm and you find shit in there, you just bro. Go always in there to go there. And just like grab everything. I Never you went there last time. Right? I went to the Adidas one, yeah. Yeah. That's was sick. it new? Yeah. The Adidas one is new, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did and they have any heat over there? It didn't. They had some. Not too much, but a little bit. Mm. I can imagine yeah. that Nike one is probably. Yeah, that's the one I went to go to. I grabbed so many Jordans. <laughs> I was really? like, I'll take them, yeah. Damn. I feel like the Adidas motherfuckers, they've been really trying to like. Hook up the locals mm-hmm. and be like, "Yo, come through, and we'll always take care of you." They're just trying to like, yeah, they're trying to like, over. yeah, they are trying to win them over, mm-hmm. over there. That's why I, Mark took you to the Adidas one, right? Yeah, I think Nike. I think it was more than forty percent off. I want to say, oh, I would say 60? like fifty, <laughs> no, like <laughs> half off. Shit, being outside the car is Nike before, like, yo, they're doing for sixty. Uh, <laughs> we might have to step it up. Working a bit. deals out here. How was it? How was it? Uh, living in Portland. Super laid back, man. Um, a lot of weed out there, you know. So yeah. everybody's like on their own time. Everyone's taking their time to do anything, you know. You make a, a, a timetable with someone, you're like, yo, let's meet up at three. They'll be there like four fifteen, four thirty. <laughs> really? Like, sorry, I was high, man. <laughs> wow. Is it a lot? Of, is it rain a lot? Like, kind of like Seattle? Yeah, it's a lot of rain, uh, which doesn't bother me. Um, yeah. I moved out there to work more on music, you know, have a lot more studio time and shit like that. So. Have you worked with any hip hop artists from Portland? Not yet, okay. not yet. I'm going to. There's there's a couple dudes that I've been listening to, and like I'm kind of finding out more about that scene now. Look out for uh, Ilmac, Immaculate. Yeah. yeah, great guy. Word, word up. He's a good yeah. rapper, battle rapper. What is that? He's a battle rapper, but he's won like mad competitions. But he makes. He's like from Portland, and he raps it hard. But he's really good. Like he's really talented. He's top MC. Why Why don't uh, battle rappers ever fucking make any music? Because they don't know how to make good music. That's always it's always been like that. Yeah, it's crazy. No choruses. No choruses. <laughs> yeah, the fucking sixty four bars in going. <laughs> Who's the last battle rapper that made it? And then Meek Mill probably. He's not a battle He's, rapper. No. He was a battle rapper before. He's a street rapper. He's like, like a street rapper. rapper. No, I don't know. He if he was a battle rapper, he would have had a better diss on than Drake. Maybe Cassidy. I think yeah, it was. yeah. I think Cassidy. He had a good run. I was gonna say cannabis is the last one. I, yeah, I was gonna say skills, skills, <laughs> skills, Eminem. But he says he wasn't a really a battle rapper. I guess he only had that. He was trying to get that deal. So Cassidy had that run with, with, with Swiss. He was working think, with Swiss Beats. I think Cassidy battled um, 
Billy Siegel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it Freeway? I think maybe it was both. Freeway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Freeway. Yeah. That shit was a crazy battle. Yeah. And he yeah. beat Freeway. Yeah. He did. He yeah. fucking slaughtered Freeway. Yeah, man. They said like both camps came to the studio that night, right? Yeah. And like everybody was there. Like Jay Z, this me, was like yeah, like at, at Memphis Bay Bleak, yeah, yeah, man. You never seen that video? No, nah. you gotta look amazing. it up, man. All right, I gotta look. Cassidy up. bodies the shit out of him. Don't tell me what to do, but I look it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you call? It? Yo, when you flew out, you f- when you flew out here, yeah. Did you have any problems with um, TSA? Um, with yo, the government shutdown, this dude was like, "Make sure your laptops are out, or you'll have to get an extra pat down." Not that we're getting paid for any of this. And oh, I was really? Like, he let oh. you do this? <laughs> no, I was like. Did you just say that? That's said, amazing. Last time I went to the airport, I felt bad. Like it was just a, the energy. I just felt it's like, like two they checks didn't, they now, right? They care, missed two man. checks. If uh, I missed two uh, checks, I know they said like yesterday month. it marked the thirty day mark. It's yeah, up. it's a month now. Yeah, yeah, man. How do you go to work when you know you're not getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> like people can't pay their bills. LA like, teachers are like protesting in city hall. It's crazy. I would say the I feel bad for all government workers. I don't know if I feel bad for TSA workers. <laughs> because I, I do feel bad. I do feel bad, I guess. But I also think that TSA workers are the most useless people in the world. <laughs> and they've, they found a way to get a job. Um, I'm not going to say anything because there might be some TSA workers that listen Shout to us. Shout out to TSA workers that listen to us. We love you all. Yo, Except Crooked. Keep, no, keep it 100, though. You know there's no reason for you to be there working at TSA. You know that. I mean, I mean they're security, man. bro. But they, they are too slow. They're too comfortable with their job. Fam, how many times have I walked? I walk through TSA all the time. I've never been like, yo, wow, that's a diligent motherfucker right there. No, there is no diligent a, ass motherfuckers in TSA. And then you go to like Germany or you go to like Japan. Uh-huh. And those motherfuckers like helping you take off your jacket. They're helping you like sort your laptop. And TSA, like three of them would just be looking at you and then talking about. I don't know. It's like, some shit. They're looking at a phone, like watching some shit. It's like shit. you're interrupting them in their conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to get through? They're like on YouTube watching videos. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I did feel kind of bad because when we, when we were, when I, when I went to San Diego, I, I was going through TSA. And then this one lady was like, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And they were like, oh, thanks. She wanted a tip. Huh? She wanted a tip. You can't get tips. They get fired. <laughs> no, no, no. Like one, this one lady was thanking all the TSA workers. Like, thank you for your service. We appreciate it. I just feel bad for people uh, that are working and are not getting compensated. I do. That sucks, man. Yeah. I think they're just hoping that they get paid one day at this point. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, feel I have a question. <laughs> I don't know. Are they going to get paid for all the days that they didn't get paid for? The checks are just I doubt it, man. They have to get some kind of back pay. Yeah. Are they going to get all, the, all these hours accumulating? And then they're gonna get paid like in a month or two. I think it's sad that uh, that Cardi B is a spokesperson for politics right now for the <laughs> with her fucking. I told Instagram you guys post. that she was political, kind of. She knew some shit, not a lot, but she knows some shit. So you didn't have no, you didn't have no drama though. No drama. Like the line no. was an extra long pause. Uh-huh. No, Fuck. I was ten like, minutes max. That's pretty. Weird. Wait, or oh, in Vegas is pretty short. Last time I went to LA, the guy was like really disgruntled, and then I was like, I almost wanted to get attitude, and I realized why he was disgruntled, so I just let it go. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck it, man, you're not getting paid. I understand. It's cool." Did you t- say that? Did you pat him in the back? No, I was thinking because he 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 was very disgruntled, and I was like, "Why is this?" Well, how was he disgruntled? Was that any different from any other time? No, no. I had I had some Christmas gifts. And I had um Was he like sneering at you? No, I had I was like growling at him. I had some Christmas gifts and he literally like unwrapped all my shit. What do you mean unwrapped it? Like unwrapped it. Like it was for him? 
<laughs> no, he like, I guess I was like the random choice to like get searched. Oh he, shit! So yeah, he, he unwrapped. He the unwrapped gifts? all my gifts, and oh. I was pissed. How many gifts were there? It was like four gifts. He didn't Damn, need man. to do that. He didn't need to. Yeah, do that. he was just fucking wrapped like, that shit back up. He was bored. Wait, he didn't need to. He probably would have done that shit anyway, regardless of those. He didn't need to do that shit. That's how bored he was. He was like, I had a couple candles, and he was like testing the candles out for explosives. I'm like, oh come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, like hmm. and I was just like, I, I, I couldn't put together why he was doing this shit. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, he was trying paid. to kill time. <laughs> That's what he was doing. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. Damn, man. He probably like, opened one of the gifts. Like, really? This is for like, your moms? I was like, is this necessary? And he was like, Judge, judging or, the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> While you're you you could have done better. <laughs> it was like either it's this or I can throw them away. Which one do you want? I'm like, all right, man. Be like, yeah, the fifty percent sticker still on here. <laughs> Damn, PlayStation oh, Four, really? Not an Xbox. You don't Nintendo Switch is a new thing, right? He <laughs> <laughs> was putting on D's underwear. Let me just—I'm just checking to see if this is underwear. <laughs> all right, good comfort here and good support. <laughs> well, shit, who knows how? I would Did he really do that? I swear to God, he was testing the candles. Yeah. He opened the candles. <laughs> I would have been laughing at that point. <laughs> I, I wanted to, but I was a part of me was still really upset. <laughs> I would have laughed. I would have said, "I would have said, yo, you are going above and beyond for that, for no, for no pay. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> you are going above and beyond for no pay, my man. Like you were doing extra yeah. work. Maybe he was just trying to kill time. He's like, fuck it, let's just let me fuck with this dude. Let me open nah, some he gifts because he wasn't <laughs> busy. He was like, I might not get gifts this year, so let's yeah. let's open these up. I got time. I got time today. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just, maybe you look like someone bad, who man. fucked his wife or something. Nah, man. He was like a straight edge. You like, probably look like the one that's not paying him. You're like, fuck it, let's yeah. fuck with this guy. Yeah, he, he was doing the most, man. <laughs> it was an early like six, seven a.m. flight. I was just tired a little bit too. I was just like, "Come on, man! Just like, why are you doing this to me, man?" As he just turns on the lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm wondering how far this is gonna go and how how much this is gonna affect shit. I mean, people like homes are going into foreclosure. But people okay, like, here's you know, my thing about this: the foreclosure and everything. Uh-huh. It's only been like a month. Yeah, it's like. If you miss a month payment, that's you, true. You're not that's gonna true. lose your house right away. Yeah. So they must Maybe have been. If you were missing four month pay, and then <laughs> another month, and not four months. <laughs> you hit that fifth month, it was I like yo. For that's are, it. Yeah, exactly. For yeah, people so that are renting, I think you get a sixty day grace. Wait, so wait, how long has the government <coughs> shutdown been going? It's a it's month. Been a thirty month. days. A month. So yeah, so then Christmas must have been rough. Right. I feel like they, everybody spent their money on Christmas. And then, and then yeah, like, they, they can't. After yeah. that, yeah, they couldn't recover. They probably thought they was going to get their I job mean, back. I mean, shit is fucked up, man. I mean, I'm not going to. I just say, I really hate TSA. I just really hate, the, like, I hate. I feel like motherfuckers was, like, doing nothing and getting, like, probably, like, what, 20 an hour? 15 an hour? Probably a little more. I'll say that. 20, maybe. Yeah, around 20. I'm, I'm saying 18 to 25. With benefits. Range. With, With benefits. benefits. Come on, man. Taxpayers. So they, they're not getting the benefits. They're not getting anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going for free. They're volunteering at this point. Yo, some of them would so, be mad rude too, man. Yeah. Fuck. Some bugging out. Trump really have the power to, to call it off. Do this shit. Yeah. No, there's like nobody else above him that could be like, yo, what the fuck are you no, doing? No, he's the president. You gotta st- no, he's but still <laughs> he's still, still highest up. Yo, Fina, Fina, please like if you know anything about politics, please chime in because we're absolute morons. Yeah, we're morons. <laughs> 
I did an no executive idea, order. I mean, like Congress or something. It's like they <laughs> look at this motherfucker. They can't well, step up and you know, do like something. Congress well, can't they, do shit. They, okay, so he tried to put the bill in for the wall, and I, Congress I know, was know, like, uh, Congress was like, Nah, hold on, what are we doing? And then they couldn't come into agreement, and that's why he got shut down. Are we really listening to Jamie? I know, recapping right? what <laughs> happened. shit now. History of the world. Yeah. Yo, did you see the meme where someone was like, Yo? This completely like took all the uh, like since the, all, all the Soldier Boy shit. No one's talking about the shit. Well, shut R. Down. Kelly and then Soldier Boy. So what's yeah. next? Conspiracy it's all these theories. Distra- distractions. That's to distract distractions. Us, yeah. Wait till Drake's government. Drake's about to drop some songs. So just wait for that. That's that's another piece Mo of the part two. <laughs> Soldier Boy. What the fuck's going on with that? He's just on a troll tour, right? I mean, it's we were watching game. that. Uh, <laughs> that me and you, Kirk, were watching the Everyday Struggle, and that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> He's got bangers, man. I will say that. Soldier Boy has bangers. Yo. He has a few. He has I've, like been, five. I've been playing uh Crank That. Yeah. Donk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um Turn my swag on. Turn, Turn my, my swag, swag on. Yeah. Pretty I boy have swag. Not, I have not been playing Pretty Boy Swag. Really? I haven't played, you played it. it. I haven't been playing I that, that either. I brought that bag and it was killing. Really? Yeah. 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 Gucci pretty Bandana. Huh? Gucci Bandana. I don't Gucci even know that bandana. one. Bandana. <laughs> Gucci Bandana. What about Kiss Me to the Phone? Kiss Me to the Phone. You can probably play that again. Yeah. Yo, what is this shit where like Drake took like two flows from Sh- Soldier Boy? Mm-hmm. One, I didn't I know that. He took me to the phone, right? No, you know he does the one. I'm getting so cold. That one, he ripped that from Soldier Boy. Uh, I'm on one. Yeah, that whole melody. Yeah, don't mean that Soldier Boy. That was a whole Soldier Boy. And then a song. Uh, what tell song was me it? What's really going on? Drizzy you up, and then that's from Over, I think. And yeah. that and got stolen from Soldier Boy in 06. That's, one, I, that's the one I, I think they said was from Kiss Me Through the Phone. No, it right? wasn't from Kiss Me Through the Phone. Yeah. See, Charlamagne just said that to troll. Oh, okay. But it was okay. not that song. But he did do a song. <laughs> <laughs> I believed him. <laughs> I believed him too, but I was like, wait, that's not it. Yeah, he's, gen- he's genius at marketing, though. What he would do during like uh, LimeWire and all that was his team would mislabel other songs. It'd be like Spice Girls Wannabe, and you'd play it, and it's Soldier Boy. Yeah. Um, and that's how everybody's like, yo, what the fuck is During this? the LimeWire uh-huh, days? Yeah. That 0506. Yeah. Oh, wow. So every song you would get would be like a fake song, and it'd be Soldier Boy. That's fucking crazy. And you know, man. he I didn't know this, but he did the, before Amigos did Versace, he did the original beat. Yeah. He had a song with that beat on it before they came out I didn't it. know that. Yeah. So, yo. I, I never mean, even heard it. Have you heard it? Huh? That song? No, no, I, about? I don't think I need to hear it, but <laughs> you never heard Versace. <laughs> no, no, I don't the, need to hear the, the Soldier Boy. Oh, the Soldier Boy, man. The Soldier <laughs> Boy. <laughs> you never heard Versace. I was like, really? And what what did, how did all this start? Because he was talking about Tiger. I don't know why everyone. I mean, is he a genius? Everyone's calling him a genius. Kind of, he's not a he's genius. He's not a genius. He stepped into some shit. And why isn't he out. a genius? What has he done to become a genius? I think he, I feel like he's done a lot. I think he he's strategic for sure. I, I just mm-hmm. I like how he says like. I created Spotify and all this because he was the first rapper to be streamed on YouTube because of Crank That and the dance and everything, right? He was the first artist to pop off off the internet and then be on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Ringtone. But he acts like he created Instagram and he created Spotify. Little Richard. Uh, He's saying his movement. version of Little Richard. His movement created all these things. The motivator is what he's saying. He said he created FaceTime (laughs) FaceTime, with Kiss Me Through the Phone. Steve Jobs stole that from him. People think he's on drugs. I don't think he's on drugs. He's on drugs. He's on something. You didn't see that shit with him and Casanova? Oh, yeah. Casanova almost put him. um, Was it Yams? Yams Day. Yams Day. They almost got into it. Really? And Casanova yeah. was like, yo, what's that shit in your face, man? What's that shit around your nose? Clean your shit up, man. No, he said, you doing drugs? He said, you're, uh, you're smacked on something, I know. 
And he goes, no. He said, I'm drinking lean. He goes, no, you're just acting a fucking fool. You were screaming but, at a girl or some shit like that. But there was a part he was just like, yo, get that shit, yeah. get that shit on your face, man. Get that your face. You, you don't think that's Casanova trolling a little bit? No. Like, Nah. I don't think so. Well, he does not trouble. Soldier does look a little. And the soldier boy was—he ain't say shit. Or he was a pop of shit. He was just like kind of. Yeah, quiet. his security guard got into it with Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, soldier boy remind me of like uh, what was that shit? Gollum from Lord of the Rings. The my precious. <laughs> and like when he was in front of like Casanova, he was like meek Gollum, like you know, like hey, you know, I'm sorry, you know. And then like when he goes crazy, he's like my precious, and he's like tiger. Tiger? And he just starts <laughs> flipping the fuck out. Drake? He has that like weird, I, I just thought it was like that weird, I just think like he knows that if I don't capitalize off of all of this like media attention right now, it's like do or die right now. <laughs> so like. He's got to drop a song. But you know, he wait to do it after Sitchin after Takashi is like locked up in jail. So there's like no one. Trolling as much as as he was, yeah. But you act like this is st- strategic. I think he I just felt like it was strategic. No, he just flipped I felt like he waited for. He didn't know that him going tiger, tiger, huh? Like when when he did that yeah. on on the Instagram live, I felt like he was waiting he for didn't 2019. Know, but to, he didn't know that that was going to go viral. <laughs> he didn't know that was going to go viral. I was I was listening to a Joe Budden podcast the other day, and he said that uh, he does this every January, <laughs> and he kind of does. <laughs> Last year was a Chris Brown and Soldier Boy in January. <laughs> What so was Chris Brown? I didn't even know about that. they going to box. Well, yeah. Fight. Was so that January? Yeah, they said well, no, every Mayweather's time. Mayweather's behind yeah. him? I, I thought that was like two years ago. I no, feel like it he's was been last a while. Year. <laughs> it was last year, but he said that he does this every January. <laughs> wow. Shit. Are we playing? I mean, I mean, I, I don't mind playing more Soldier Boy songs. Me either. Is it working? Crank he dropped, that always. He dropped, always working, man. Yeah. He dropped a song and it didn't just went up. Like, it came in and came out. What song? What song he dropped? I don't know. He dropped a song, though. But I didn't know what it was recently. Yeah, like this past week. Damn, and yeah, it didn't go. I mean, let's see where he takes this shit. I mean, he was <laughs> talking got the about the video game system. Yeah, man. I was gonna say he like he was talking about that and like so maybe he was strategic in getting himself to this platform to talk about all, all the shit he's got going on. You know what I mean? No, nah, I don't think he he planned any of this shit. I think he saw once it was going viral, and then people wanted to bring him on their shows to like make fun of him. <laughs> That's how slow rap is right now in yeah. January. So this basically Call up Soldier like, Boy. Know. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah, because <laughs> when he was venting, he was literally venting on what Instagram Live. Yeah, he was just like, "Yo, like, what do you?" He's like, "Tiger, Tiger." He's like, "He's like, what do you mean? Like, I made this much money and blah blah blah." No, it was about like Tiger had the best, the best yeah, two thousand eight. I know he had the best comeback, and he's like, "I had the best comeback, right?" Obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but I don't think he planned like, "Yo, this is gonna go viral," and it went viral, and then like people wanted him on. Uh, <laughs> The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club, Club. and yeah, then Everyday sure. Struggle, and then now he's just like, yo, there's a machine going. A lot of people are calling me and returning my phone calls that weren't returning my calls last year. He said he <laughs> went to jail. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. Last <laughs> I remember from him was when he was on Love and Hip Hop a couple years ago. Yeah. He was on Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. Yeah, L.A. He was dating Teddy Riley's daughter. Oh, she. Oh, wait, wait. Whose daughter is like really bad right now? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey with oh. Trey Songs. <laughs> she's yeah. bad though. She was fucking with Future. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because remember she what? ducked when she was with. Uh, she, there's that picture of her ducking when she was with Trey Songs in the car. Oh shit! And then Future know. was like, I, I, "I see you. I see what you're doing. That's cute." You didn't know that? Uh, no, nah. no, I'm not. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she's bad. I never really? even seen her. What she look like? She's bad. Steve, really? she's I don't bad. even know if it. It is Steve Harvey's the daughter. Yeah, I checked. She's Damn. bad, bro. Is that the one that Meek Mill is saying in the rap? Yeah. <laughs> 
Lori Harvey on my wish list. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, and Damn. then throughout the whole midst of Soldier Boy happening, Ariana Grande drops a song. <laughs> sounds like Pretty Boy Swag. Oh, and he's been he, she's been tweeting like I miss you. It doesn't you. sound like Pretty Boy Swag. It does. Yeah, it does. She's getting roasted. That's crazy. She's getting roasted for that video too. It doesn't sound like Pretty Boy Swag. Bro. Hold on, I'm pulling that it up. It does, man. It doesn't. It doesn't. This right here is my. Yeah. Swag. Are you I just kidding? feel like that's how all them motherfuckers rap oh, right dude, nowadays, man. Okay, man. Here, I'm gonna get it ready for you, Pop. No, I don't need to hear it, man. I've heard it. <laughs> it, it sounds it like Pretty Boy Swag. It, it, like, it does exactly. sound like Pretty Boy oh, okay. It sounds like how all the hip hop sounds You're right tripping. now. You're tripping, bro. Yeah, man. You're tripping. I gotta agree with Jamie. You're tripping. It's always me and Never. <laughs> Fuck you. Even guys. if it does sound like it, Fuck that's just the trend. But it also sounds like um the other chick. Uh, First of all, that song is fucking horrible. Which one? The Ariana Grande song is horrible. Seven Rings. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, whack, I'm not saying it's the best song. I yeah, but that shit broke. That shit broke. Like it was like the most streamed song that in 24 a, hours. That doesn't mean a song man. is hot. I mean, it beat Drake. God's it plan. It doesn't mean a song is hot if it beats the stream. She has a following. She has the most followers on Instagram. Guess what? It's gonna fucking go. Yeah, but, I don't really care, man. I don't. That's not even a thing, man. I don't even know why. Like. This? That song is why Singers always take rappers flow though Look at like Even with Pour It Up She stole like The whole Chief Key flow Rihanna did I and thought that was bad. see it signs All I see it Dollar sign Like she was They do that shit No one gave her shit for it But Like it was uh, Mac Miller's birthday And then uh, Ariana Grande Tweeted I miss you And then Fucking Soulja Boy Retweeted a com- And he retweeted And he pulled a comment And he said Yo where's my money at <laughs> Like <laughs> You're you're a thief. <laughs> it's crazy. But then she Hell stole man. the whole set from Two Chains video, right? From that trap house. Yeah, the yeah. Pink, the pink trap house. People were giving her shit. I don't for know, that. man. I just think it's like. I mean, it's, you think it's a reach? No, nah, I just I don't think it's a reach. I just isn't like it's her people. Her her, her people being lazy. That's yeah, all it not, is. She not yeah. writing nothing. It's, it's just your team. It's not her. Yeah. Your team should just be more creative. They they're running out of ideas. Yeah, there's like seven writers on that song. Seven yeah. rings. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like. I don't I don't hear Pretty Boy Swag, but I hear like elements that are reminiscent to that. Like it's not a complete jack. But then it's just like yo, like in the end, it's not a great song, so who cares? And like I don't care about the video. But if anything, I feel like she's stealing like a Nicki Minaj that whole like look. I don't know, man. I just didn't I was like, yo, I'm it was really I found it really boring. I found everything like, yo, I don't really care. The song's whack. I'm like, does she really need to make a song like this right now? Does she need to put anything new on right no, now? No, but I'm saying, does Ariana Grande really need to make a song like this right now? Like, it don't make no fucking sense. I thought she was still writing Thank You Next. Like, that was yeah, still, like, yeah. the that's, that's 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 that record barely, it's been out, what, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah, like, why? Why do you need to Why do you need to drop this shit? I think that record is older than three and weeks. And to yeah, me, it's, it's been like, a while, but still, yo, like, for two months. If you're an established artist like her, right? Yeah. You can take some more chances. I feel like making a song like that is something like, like that, they like should have given that song to like Sweetie or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Ariana Grande don't need to make a song like that, man. Mm-hmm. Unless she felt like left out, she's like, damn, I want like a thought anthem too. Like, want, <laughs> Maybe you know she needs something for um, what is what show she's doing? Um, the concert. Oh, uh, Coachella. Coachella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she needs. Something she needs new. some anthems, bro. Yeah, exactly. She's trying to ride a wave. All right, Phenom was like bigging himself up last night. 
in his oh. drunk in his drunken uh, stage <laughs> about what how he fucked the shit out of Lollapalooza the oh, last yeah. time you DJed there. Yeah, you we still, did Lala. You still had you still had the stink of Lollapalooza. <laughs> Hey, talk his shit. You know? <laughs> the stink of Lollapalooza Yo, was still on the head of his penis. Like, I, I will talk that shit. We had the number one turnout for our set time. It was like 7 o'clock on Saturday. We played after Tyler, the creator. Uh-huh. So I split a green room. It was uh, Zebo and I as Light Him Up. Split a green room with Tyler, and my parents are all there and everything. My dad comes into the wrong green room, into Odd Futures green yeah, room. Yeah. And I go, and I'm like, where's my dad at? Where's my fucking dad at? I go into the room, and he's with Tyler. He has his arm around Tyler. Tyler has his arm around him. And he goes, this isn't your dad. This is my daddy now. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's a good good I got got a picture of it framed at my house of my dad and Tyler, the creator. And I was like, that may be the cover for this. That's funny, man. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? How was the, so wait, wait, this was last year? Uh, 2015. 2015? Mm Mm-hmm. How was that shit? Talk your best, shit. Go best, ahead, bro. Ex- best fucking experience. What were you playing? Uh, we were playing at that time. It was a lot of trap, a lot of dubstep, a lot of EDM shit like that. Yeah, festival shit, you know. And then the next night, um, who was it? What stage were you on? Wait, so how many people were you playing for? Oh uh, shit, our stage was probably like ten thousand, maybe. What? Yeah. Damn. What stage was it? Um, it was across from the main stage, so it was Tyler on our stage, then Kid Cudi played wow. across, and then us. And then Metallica. What? <laughs> yeah. Greatness. I was like, how the fuck do we get this slot? Dude? Like this <laughs> set time. In between yeah, Kid Cudi and Metallica? Yeah. That's and Sam nuts. Smith. Sam Smith, too. Oh, Jeez. shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. So I got the set list. You know, I was thinking like 3 p.m. and like, you know, for the, the janitor. Well, how do you the get that? Crew. How do you get that? How does Lollapalooza just hit you up? Uh, Zebo, I think Zebo sorted that out. You know, he had a good relationship with, uh, with C3 and all that. And he was like... He called me when I was sleeping. I was like taking a nap one day, and he's like, "Yo, we're playing Lala," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Then I see the set time, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, let's get to it. You know, that was dope. How long dope. Has, I'm not familiar with uh, Lollapalooza. So yeah. it's a fest. It's a summer festival in Chicago. A hundred thousand people. Daft Punk's played it. Um, Paul McCartney was on the lineup. It's like Coachella. Played it. Yeah. yeah. It's but, but it's, it's like it. in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. major. It's There's been, no camping or anything. It's been but. around longer, right? It was yeah. like that's like one of the first festivals, yeah, yeah. like '92, yeah. I think. I mean, oh. for the '90s, yeah. yeah. Summertime, yeah, yeah. Like Wait, perfect. oh, you know, I'm getting mixed up with Lilith Fair. Lilith Fair was like oh, another Jesus festival, Christ. but it was like that's female females. Folks, yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lollapalooza has been around since when? The '90s, the '90s, like, yeah, 90s, yeah. yeah. Like, like one of the first. I feel sick. like I remember the first Lollapalooza. It had like they had Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. Ice Cube. Yeah, like Cypress like Hill. Rage played on one exactly. of those. Exactly, yeah. Rage against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah, is it just getting bigger and bigger, Paul? Yeah, it's four days now: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hundred thousand people each day. Is it like a Chicago holiday now? Yeah, for sure. It fucks up the traffic. It fucks up the restaurants, the hotels, everything. You're like, I can't even move. But it's dope. This year, the Lala after party I played was Chromio, then me, then Gucci. Damn, so, yeah, Gucci the, main. Yeah, a lot of the contrast year, of crowds. Yeah, the year before was me and Diplo. I played three hours. Diplo played three, and it was fucking sick, too. That's crazy. Damn, man. Yeah, those weekends are just like, I like DJed for Khaled that week, too. It's just like random ass shit always popping up. It's dope. Damn, that's fucking nuts. Sounds yeah. like South by did Southwest to, on steroids. Did you yeah. have to DJ for Gucci? Yeah, it was a nightmare. <laughs> why was it a Please nightmare? Please tell us why. So, you guys are going to love this. Well, I get there. First of all, I'm a little nervous DJing between Chromio and Gucci because I have to DJ for Gucci too. Sold the fuck out, way the fuck out. 
Gucci's tour manager comes up to me. He goes, yo, here's the set list. I said, dope, you have any of these songs? And he goes, no, go download them. And I was like, all right, fuck. I have some of these songs. So I'm DJing for Gucci, and he wants me to edit, like, live, where I'm only playing his verses in the songs. Where you're not playing the beginning. I just have the whole fucking tracks, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't tell me until as he's performing it for, you know, a thousand people. He's like, get to my verse. And I'm like, I can't fucking make an edit, right? And, like, jump to it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm playing the track faster and faster, like, speeding it up to, like, get through it. Fucking nightmare. Jeez, Total man. fucking nightmare. Ross one told me a similar story where he was uh, DJing for Gucci, uh -huh. and then Gucci wanted... It just expected him to just start everything from the verse. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. And him then I was that. like, Whoa. I was like, yo, you gave me your play, your set list as I'm walking on stage. <laughs> really? Damn. Yeah, I was like, yo, what's the code for the Wi-Fi? Now I need this. You know, I'm like, fuck. Wow. Thousand people. <laughs> why? Why aren't they? Um, why aren't they prepared for that shit? It's like literally a zip drive, yo. Yeah. It's like the most hip hop show ever. Like, you <laughs> like know, a thumb drive. Here you go. It's like, oh, it's, it's a rap show, of course. You know, something's gonna go wrong. <laughs> but I, I and his like, manager's like, "Yo, this is you're you're DJing whack right now for this." And I'm like, "Like, I don't have these edits where it's like Gucci only on like um, I get the you get the bag or whatever." You know, right. like, it's fucked up. <laughs> I don't understand why their teams, like Crooked said, like aren't prepared. Like, it's not that hard. To yeah. make a show, like a show, a show set. Yeah, put it on a thumb drive and have it with you wherever city you go, and just give it to the, give it to the DJ at that point. But that's just bad, sure. man. It's just bad management, yo. It's just mm -hmm. like a bad yeah. team, and then they, they could just blame the DJ everywhere they yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. I DJ you know for Ghostface too, and the same shit happened. It was I've, I had the same problem with Ghostface as well. Oh, but did? at least I, he sat down with me before he got on, and we went through the music. Yeah, so everything worked out. That's but, cool. Yeah. yeah, but you know what it also could be is that his DJ. They don't have a budget to bring his DJ, so his DJ doesn't even want to help because his <laughs> DJ wants to be the only guy who has those edits that go straight to Gucci. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he's like trying to protect his job. Yeah, and the dude was like blown away that I was like playing the full songs. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Uh, like, what, what can you do at that point?" Yeah, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> "How long was the set?" Uh, like 15 minutes max. Oh, yeah, just hell. Oh man! He's like, cut, cut the track, cut the track. I'm like, all right, dude. And he was just like so disappointed. I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. You disappointed, Gucci man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not. I that was bad. like, <laughs> I'm not getting a Christmas card this year. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. Well, you want to talk about your experience not long ago, cricket? What happened when you were helping out a rapper? And what happened to your laptop? Oh man. <laughs> oh, bro, I Fucking saw Jamie Segway over here. Oh yeah, you were, yeah, about, yeah. you were about to change. I was like, no, champagne was, poppy, <laughs> champagne Korean <laughs> blow. It was Rick. Yeah, uh, it was a yeah. Fuck man, we didn't talk about this. Right? No, we, we did not. Yeah, I was spinning with you never yeah. at a light, and Rick Ross was performing, mm -hmm. and basically his DJ was getting on, and his DJ had the new um, the new MacBook Pros, and he was using Serato DJ. And I used a 2015 MacBook, and you know we had the, the, the SLR, the SLR4, uh, the SLR4 Serato boxes, yeah, right? Yeah, SLR4. I'm sorry, SL, yeah, SL4 Serato boxes. So mm -hmm. sometimes when you have an old laptop and a new laptop, and and someone's using Serato DJ Pro, and you unplug the USB, it can it shut down. Off. Yeah, every time it can shut down the other laptop. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want. 
to I like I was like yo if I sh- if I pull the USB out right now the uh, Rick Ross's DJ's laptop might just like crash yeah so I was like fuck and I was like yo I'm just gonna leave it like um plugged in I'll leave yeah the USB plugged in and I'm like I put my laptop in like a little off to the side and then I guess during the performance they just brought out like a huge bucket of Bel Air that fucking champagne that is champagne right yeah. it's his yeah and he was just like pouring glasses and pouring champagne for people and yo he he fucking killed the show I mean it was fucking bananas and then by the end of the show they were like yo Rick Ross DJ wants to get off pause and then I was like yo and then I went to my laptop and I was like whoa and I lifted it up and when I lifted it up like champagne was pouring off the sides like I'll, you just pulled it from like a fucking from the like floor bathtub. like from the from the yeah like it was just like it was like submerged in champagne fountain and I was like fuck but it was still on so the screen was still on mm-hmm. and it was just soaked and then I was like yo never you gotta get on like you gotta use your laptop I can't get on and then for some reason this happened to me before and this is actually I don't know I'm, I don't know if this is good advice or bad advice but <laughs> the worst <laughs> the worst thing that you could do like motherfuckers was like Scratch uh, Scratch Bassett was there and Spider were there and they were like yo you're fucked you know they're drunk too so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know they're, they're like they're, they're drunk so they can just be like so uh, they're, like they're more like laughing but sympathetic like yeah. oh fuck yo you're fucked man like yeah. you know and you're just like fuck off and then I just know it's better to have a wet laptop than a sticky laptop when it dries right mm-hmm. so i was like i kept pouring water in my <laughs> laptop to rinse out the champagne yeah so that i kept i would pour like a bottle of water and i would i would like you know pour out the champagne <laughs> like rinse it out and i kept doing it and i would pour it and spider's like what are you doing that's not gonna help <laughs> and i was like yo like i think yo i'm like shut up shut up and then i just kept doing it and i probably rinsed it like rinsed it like 20 times Still on, huh? It was still on the whole time. It was still on. It like the electric. It wasn't going out, uh-huh. and I was like, "Fuck! I'm gonna leave this open. Like, I'm not gonna close this. I'm not gonna put it to sleep." So I kept pouring water through it, and then me and Neville, we went to get something to eat. Right yeah. after, mm-hmm. and I kept pouring fucking like fucking bottled water on it, and then the next morning, it was like somewhat still working, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I gotta back up with the time machine right now," so I backed it up with the time machine. And it, I backed it up, and then, and yo, you know, shout to John Petty, and shout to Light uh, Light Nightclub. They actually they got me a new laptop. Yeah. And uh, you know, I switched everything over. And uh, the the thing with that laptop it was it was working pretty well. Like, you still did a gig or two, right? No, I had to use Neva's laptop, but it was working like better than I thought. Like it was turning on, but like the mouse pad wasn't working, and the keyboard was a little fucked. But it wasn't sticky. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it's pretty much fucked. Like yeah, I was, I went to the actually. There's a dope ma- uh, Apple spot out here. Um, Century Twenty One. Century Twenty Three. Twenty Three. Sorry. Century Twenty Three. If y'all in Vegas, fucking dope spot. Like they do everything. They'll upgrade your laptops, and they were like really fucking dope. And I, and I, I talked to the dude who's been fixing Apple computers for forty years, and he said uh, he was the first Apple repair shop. In literally like the southwest region of the United States. Wow. Yeah. So he's been fixing it since jump. But he was telling me like he was breaking all this shit down. He's like, yo, I don't know how your your laptop this MacBook's still working after champagne and water. 
He's like, it's fucking, it's bewildering. But he's yeah, like, but it's going to give out and it's going to shut down at any moment. And so he's like, I'm going to take a look and I'll try to fix what I can. And I don't know if it's fixable. But the main thing is that when I got my new computer from Light, uh, it, I made sure they ordered a 2015 MacBook Pro. Mm -hmm. And it came with the Mojave OS. Mm-hmm. And the Mojave OS is like the worst operating system you could have with Serato. Yeah. So you have to downgrade the MacBook to, I guess, the lowest, I guess, the highest it would probably go that's safe would be Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. Even high, what is high Sierra? High Sierra is a little mm -hmm. unstable. High Sierra is unstable. And I, I, I've been using Yosemite. Uh huh. So I had them go down, I had to have them downgrade to Yosemite. Yeah. But the dude from Apple, from the Apple repair spot, was like, "Yo, if you have like if you have the new MacBooks, and you go to Mojave, and you add all your info and your data to the Mojave, mm -hmm. and then you try to downgrade it to Yosemite, yeah. your files are already tainted mm -hmm. because it's it'll still have like Mojave, I don't know, like Mojave disease like on language it. on it. Yeah, 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 like it will have like the cooties from Mojave still <laughs> on it. You know what I'm saying?" But I thought it was just interesting, like, yo, like, it just really sh showed me, like, how horrible Serato yeah. is, like, doing with, like, with the shit they're doing with their programs. Yeah, he yeah. said that he has, like, he has, like, DJs coming in and out, right? With the Mojave, uh, with the Mojave, um... Operating iOS. system. Yeah, with the operating system, it's like, he's like, yo, it's death. Like, we have so many people coming in using that shit. And, yeah. and, and it's fucking up their computer. Yeah. That shit fucked up your shit, right, D? Yeah, I had issues. I had downloaded... And the only reason I went to Mojave is because I would use my phone to back up on my computer and my phone would no longer read with, um, after I upgraded my phone, it wouldn't read with, um, High Sierra. with High Sierra. So they were like, well, you have to upgrade to Mojave in order for your phone to read. And it was the worst mistake I ever made. Mm -hmm. Like I've never, this is a 2015 MacBook Pro. I've never had my computer crash on me during a gig. So Literally the first, the second night of me running Mojave, my computer crashed on me. That's the like, worst Serato completely crashed, and so I was like, "Well, shit, what do I do?" So luckily, I went to Apple when they were able to downgrade me to uh, Sierra. But, but then when I did that, my files were jacked up. So like, when you downgrade, it would no longer read my iTunes because they changed the language from um, Mojave. The Mojave cooties. Yeah. Mojave so like cooties. even if you go into, <laughs> if you go into um, like how we're used to seeing it, it'll say like iTunes folder or iTunes music. And then on Mojave, it says iTunes media. So they changed the language mm. so where like shit doesn't even read. So like my crates were gone, everything was gone. Like I was screwed, I had to start from scratch. So yeah, yeah, so basically you gotta back up all your files mm. and then you gotta erase the whole MacBook yeah, and then re like restart it, but with Yosemite or Sierra, yep. and then put in all your fucking shit yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. It's and hope that hope, like you said, they hope that Mojave didn't taint the files, right? Because if it did, if you try to like um, reload your crates or anything, it won't read. It'll be screwed. And then I think a DJ scene, like it's funny because right when this happened, when I was going through this MacBook uh, fiasco, DJ scene posted like some some Instagram shit. Basically, kind of saying like shitting on scratch, like motherfuckers who still I use saw, scratch live. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, he said like, why y'all, like, why are you guys still using scratch live? Like, Serato DJ Pro is like a superior program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, is I that is that, that correct? I don't have Pro. 
You don't have Pro? Uh-uh. No, I use just Scratch Live. I use I'm, Pro. I'm still using Scratch Live. Yeah. I use Pro, but same shit. I use Pro, but I don't think there's anything about it that's superior yeah. to Scratch Live. To I me, ch- it's just a coloring difference. <laughs> yeah, it's just blue instead of orange. It's yeah. more bluer. Yeah. And it's like you can you can do up to eight cue points, but on the keyboard, it's only one through five anyway. So there's yeah, no point yeah. in me having eight cue points when I can only and hit what the are fifth you using one on for my. Anyway, you know, like eight cue points is like, all right, yeah, maybe you're like doing like eight a, cue a points, tone play or something yeah. like that. But you know. but if you can only, if you know, yeah, if you have a controller or whatnot, yeah. or you're using the S9, yeah. but I don't think there's any difference, to be honest. Yeah, I was having I think a, it's a selling point for Rain to make money because everyone was on Scratch Live. So I've never, I never had problems money. with Scratch Live. You yeah, know, the only that. time I ever had problems was the SL4. Yeah. And that's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Like, you plug it in and get the Chinese writing right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I was having a conversation through DM. This motherfucker was telling me, like, why did you buy a 2015 <coughs> MacBook? Why don't you just get the new one? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I don't trust the new one. He's yeah. like, no. Like, I think you... And I, he was just telling me like, "Yo, it's it's all good, you know. Like you could use the you could use the new joints." And I was like, "Yo, every time I've seen someone with the new joint, something happens." Yeah. <laughs> like never like remember in the, like in the summertime with the pools. Yeah, I had just bought the, a new laptop. It was it 2017? Yeah. Or 18, 18. It was like brand. No, new. No, it was 17. It was 17. It was 17. It was brand new. I just bought it. I DJ we DJ Dre's. I fucking and it shut off on me. But in the middle the of the heat. set, it was because the of the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Because it doesn't have as many fans or something. I shit? think so. Yeah. And then the new and one it happened to me another time at um, daylight as well. The heat was fucking it up. Yeah. And I had to go back to my old laptop. I yeah. had to buy a 2013 laptop. Yeah. Damn. Yo, I talked to mad DJs, mad DJs. Like OG vet motherfuckers, and don't call us like old motherfuckers, because I'm telling you right now, if there's a better, te- if there's technology that's way better, I'm hopping on that shit. Like we just tried out the rain, um, seventy two and the twelves. Yeah, the oh. rain joints with uh without the without needles. The needle, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit is bananas. There's a little bit of a delay though. But no, but I found out if you if you fuck with it with the settings enough, it goes right where you need it. To be. Oh, okay. We were just we were just dumb and we're you're talking about in the program like in Scratch Live. No, in the what is that? The buffering in the back, and you have to like line it up correctly. If you line it up correctly, there's some settings that you do. A lot of people told me that um it'll, it'll line up. There will be no delay. Have you fuck with? Have you seen that? Uh, Phenom? Yeah, I've seen. It. I haven't used it yet. You though. haven't used it. Uh uh-uh. When it we were dope. when we were fucking with it, we we noticed the delay when we pulled back, right? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. back scratching. When we were doing back scratching, or like when we were like uh, just like. But it's know. very minimal. It's not like. like yeah. But it's enough to fuck up to sound off beat if you're doing some shit. Yeah, but yeah. again, but it's not like. It just ruins the whole thing. It just yeah. it's the, the mid second. It's just that split second that yeah. fucks it up a little. But bit. yo, that's fucking bananas. Like yeah. I'll, I'll fucking use those any day. I mean, I'll tell the club to buy those motherfuckers with no needles. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit was that yeah. shit was the shit. And you told me I said I wish there was a little vinyl feel to it. And you're like I kind of like that it doesn't have the oh vinyl yeah feel. like the oh man the platter the platter feels so good Paul. It's solid Ooh. right it's real solid it just feels like you could like it's there's no bounce to it you it's like put, yeah. you could put weight on it yeah, yeah. Pause, yeah. 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 yo that shit is like uh, <laughs> i yo i fuck with that shit heavy man yeah, yeah. that's just good and then um yeah so like yo it's not like we're but every dj i talk to everybody says that the macbooks that were made from 2012 to 2015 were the best macbooks it's solid yeah. Yeah. yeah best technology they were upgradable Right. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. they were like upgradable and then you could like change out I think if, like if I had a CD-ROM, you could put another hard drive in there. Mm-hmm. You have like two. Yeah. You could do like one terabyte and add another terabyte for where the CD-ROM, uh, yeah. the CD-ROM yeah. yep. was and shit. It had the SD card. It had the CD drive. It had the FireWire. It had the USBs. Yeah. It had all that shit. Fam, I've been doing my research just because I got a. T- I think I got a 2011 or 2012 MacBook Pro. That's stupid old. Uh-huh. And my boy uh, Marty from New York. Shout to uh, DJ Marty. He was a, uh, he was telling me, um, he's like, yeah, I got the same lap uh, MacBook, and I upgraded the RAM to 16 gigs, mm-hmm. and then I put two terabytes in there, because I took out the CD-ROM, and I was like, yo, I'm doing the same shit. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm souping up my fucking my yeah. old show. It's like a car. So <laughs> I took it back there, and I was like, yo, I want this shit souped up. I want everything. She's like, yo, we could do everything, but these are the MacBooks that even if you put 16 gigs in there. It only can run on eight gigs of RAM, yeah. mm-hmm. so there's some of them that like you can't upgrade the RAM and shit, and some of them you can't. Yeah. But yo, the 2011 to 2015 MacBooks, those are the joints to get. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. It, it, like literally just for like DJing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do Serato, and there's probably a bunch of fucking dudes that are gonna say I'm wrong and shit, and I'm mm-hmm. full of shit. But I'm telling you, those motherfuckers are built like tanks, yo. Yo, I was uh, I was talking to a homegirl, and she has a new laptop, and she told me that when she DJs, if she forgets the little dongle adapter for the USBs, yeah. if she forgets that, she's fucked yeah, for the rest yeah. of the night. And for the life of me, I don't understand why they took out the USBs. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I hate that. That's when I, that's the laptop I lent you. Yeah. That I had, you need an um, adapter for the USB to yeah. DJ yeah. with. If you don't have that, you like that's you said, one more thing to fuck. go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. she said she bought like extra one just to have in her bag, and just in case she uses the other one. Yeah, but she has one on. But the you go. know why they did that, right? To spend more money. No, no, no. Because they don't oh. own they don't own the patent to the USB. But so what they want to do is they want to create um, plugs and accessories and wires that they are licensed and patented, so that everyone has to buy the license to their shit. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, I see what you're doing. You, you feel yeah. me? Like they have, they want to patent everything, and that's literally like I was talking with somebody that that talked about Apple, and they were saying like, "Yo, ninety percent of their revenue is not is not from like iPhones and computers and computers and, and hardware and shit like yeah. that, mm-hmm. and not even iTunes. It's from patent like yeah. it's patent like yeah. like patent law. Literally, them just suing everybody. Yeah." And getting paid from that shit. Mm-hmm. I think even you said that when it came to the uh, to the iPhone, like um, I think like Androids can't have curved edges. Yeah, like the curved glass phones. edges. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like even the touchpad technology that yeah. needs yeah. to get licensed. So like, if they patent all of these like all of these like different features that are necessary in a phone nowadays, mm-hmm. it's you're basically fucking with like borderline iPhones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they own all the patents in there. They own all the technology. And if yeah, everyone has crazy. an iPhone, everyone like, yo, everyone, I mean, how many lightning chargers are out there in the world, right? Yeah. There's mad lightning chargers out there. That's yeah. all patent. That's all licensing from fucking Apple, yo. Yeah, man. That's why they're changing everything. That's USBs, Fire, what, remember FireWire? Yeah. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like the fastest shit. The yeah. Fa- yeah. Mm-hmm. Then of course they changed that shit. Of course they like, yo, get that shit out of here. Now I wonder yeah. if they had to do that for the auxiliary uh, connection on the iPhones as well. Because you know how they took out the the headphone jack? Yeah. Because yeah. the, yeah, the mini, yeah, they the don't, mini. that's another patent that True. they don't own. True. That's what I'm saying. Is that, that's what I'm saying. Is that, that they're, they're trying to own a patent for everything where they yeah. don't have to like, uh, you know, pay licensing fees to anybody. For that's it. how they probably make the AirPods. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. For sure. It's crazy. 
Is it, I mean, it's business, but I, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yo, honestly, man, I'm sure to yo. I'm, I can't wait for motherfuckers to tell me that I'm crazy Someone's for suggesting you crazy. You're gonna get it. DJs mm-hmm. to, to to buy the 2015 laptops. How dare you? Is it is it 2015 early laptop or 2015 late? I think Sorry. it's anywhere in 2015. Okay. I got mine. Uh, November of 2015. I want to say, wait, wait, was it the it was it uh the MacBooks before the touch the touchpad mm-hmm. shit? Yeah. When did the touchpad come in? 2016? No. 17. 17. 17. 17. Yeah. I think 16 might be I right too. I want to say 15. Yeah. Them motherfuckers are tanks, man. I don't. Yeah. And you know what? And I can't really. You know what? I can't really speak for the 2017 to 18 with the touchpad shits. Yeah. Because I've never really fucked with it. But dude, every time I see a motherfucker with those. Uh, someone said even in extreme cold weather it runs slow. Damn. Damn so it's not That's durable. Crazy. It's like w- during certain weather situations, mm-hmm. it's not durable. Yo. Damn. Yeah, I have yet to see anyone run those new ones in the pool. I'm, re- I'm interested to see maybe this summer. Well, you deal with that shit at daylight. You said like the the the, the scratch live the screen was like slowing down, right? Yeah. It just everything slowed down. Yeah. And then it just went out. Yeah. It just died. Yeah. And then the music cut off. Yep. And then what happened? You just played a CD or something? No, well, you was there. I had to use your laptop. Well, I had to put in a CD, but then I used your laptop for the rest of the day. I let you, you use go, my laptop? You back and forth. You did, yeah. <laughs> well, I made you. <laughs> That's fucked. You never get this motherfucker. I'm telling you, man. I don't know what Apple's doing, man. I don't know. That shit. I mean, someone will probably chime in and tell us that we're a crazy. Ma- a Mac uh, listener. That works shit, at- man. Should I call Scene right now? That works at Apple. Oh, people I'm say sorry, that, Phenom, that we're talking about this. Oh, I'm okay. like obsessed with this shit. <laughs> Yo, uh, people, actually, me. listeners have told me that they like when we do the on, the on air call. <laughs> like they like when we call people that we're calling. I yeah. want to call scene because he he's, he's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's probably not going to answer. Let's see. Um, but yeah, he he has probably the new. I wonder if he has a new MacBook though. I'm not sure. I just saw him during CES too. I don't, he's probably going to tell you to buy the new the new MacBook. I don't know about that. He's probably not going to answer. Hey, sorry, I just came out to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he answered. <laughs> nah. But I want to talk to him about it because I want to know why he rides for the fucking Serato DJ Pro. Um, speaking of Serato, did you guys see the Craze video? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. You, you sent it to us. Yeah, yeah, Cricket, yeah. I enjoyed it. Why Serato? Buy me a Tesla, because <laughs> he was on. He was he was in heavy on Serato, because Serato was yes yeah. yeah he was on tractor because he Serato was on tractor yeah. yeah for the longest of time because he they wouldn't show him any love at Serato, so that's why it was a kind of a big deal. Him and Clever have this huge tractor commercial just going back to back and so sick it's from fuck five years six years yeah ago. really two thousand thirteen ish it's Who? like tractor. What kind of person is using tractor right now? What it's kind good of for uh for like. It says that it's more on time than than Serato. That there's no delay, and it's better for like trap and EDM songs. Remember, uh, Scribble said he uses Tractor when we had him on. I feel like he's sponsored though. Mm. Like he's part of. I've the never even, to be honest, like I don't even know what it looks like. Tractor like on yeah. the screen. <laughs> it's weird. Well, people that use it swear by it. Yeah, that it's like a solid program. I just I feel like so is Scratch Live. What did you think of his uh, his routine? I thought it was like. I thought it was pretty dope. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. fucking yeah. brilliant, but I, I it's nasty. It's not it's not a lot of scratching. It's it was a a lot of like song manipulation with the forty five. It was a lot of it was a lot of cue points. Yeah. And I like then, the low scratch rate does. I've been I've been seeing that a lot. But I was actually 
pretty shocked that uh, that Craze wasn't like, you know, doing more cuts, mm-hmm. more flares and whatever the fuck. Uh, but it was, a sh- it was a small clip. It was about what? About a minute and 10 seconds long of that just scratching and all that shit that he did. Because in contrast, when he did the new Slaves routine, that shit was like three minutes of just scratching and doing all this crazy shit. So it's a little bit shorter. So that's why you probably didn't get that much scratching. I, I was impressed because it was a. I, I like the like the production organization element of it all. It like sounded good. Yeah. It sounded like a track. I wouldn't even mind this like hearing someone spit to a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was dope. This episode of the Road Podcast is sponsored by DJ City. DJ City is a leading supplier of new music for DJs around the world. Since 2001, they've been providing working DJs with the latest club and radio songs, including exclusive intros, remixes, acapellas, and more. Any DJ can subscribe for less than a dollar a day. You can get all the tools you need to rock and roll party. Rock, club, mix show, bar mitzvahs. Boom. Go to djcity.com, www.com, www.djcity.com. djcity.com for more info. Do it. Um. Where else are we going to go with this? We should go back to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about another Chicago landmark, Virgil. Oblatt. Virgil, yeah. Do uh, you, you know him? Uh, so he and I did the Flashadamas tour in Chicago back in 2016, 2015. It was me, Spins, and Virgil, and then Flashadamas headlining. It was awesome. Super solid dude. He's been through a couple times I've DJed and... So he he can DJ. He cannot DJ. <laughs> he can play songs. Phenom. He, he's got a great song selection. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot fucking beat match. That's he cannot scratch. Politically correct. Can I ask you something? <laughs> and you can tell me. You don't have to answer this. Yeah. Why does he feel the need to post videos on social media proving that he's he's a, he can DJ? I don't know. I think it's just like one of those. It's like a renaissance. What man, is his fasc- you know? what is his fascination though of of becoming this? I mean, this DJ icon th- guy. I don't know. He he's definitely in the scenes though. Like he has that shit with Boys Noise. He's like hosting these parties and he's like techno, yeah, house, juke, trap, everything. It's just like the guy does it all. So I don't know what the DJ fascination is. Because I don't think it's cool to be a DJ anymore. Like it was, like 2015, where it's like, oh man, you gotta be a DJ, you gotta be a DJ. You know, like 2016, EDM, blowing up, blah, blah, blah. Now people are like, you got a guy with a marshmallow hat on and like shit like that. Like, it's definitely saturated, you know? It's not like, I don't know, throwing cakes and shit like that. Like EDM is like weird now. And like big room EDM especially, it's like how do you get people out? clubs and shit like that that's a different tangent though it's a show it's like a show yeah it's a show for sure yeah bottles bottle service kind of fucked it up though right for sure yeah you think festivals fucked it up now festivals keep it alive festival made it more accessible for sure because those kids aren't buying bottles they're like rolling their dicks off and just like (laughs) (laughs) drinking water and headbanging yeah yeah because i remember nightclubs in New York, used to hate house parties. I th- you know, I think it was mm-hmm. Vegas, dude, that you had to go more more of a performance. That's probably what... Where it wasn't about the music. Like it Aoki was, yeah. and shit like that. It's like, fuck, we got to make this like a stage show. Diplo with dancers and shit like that. Like, 
Or back when you had Skirt Boy, like jumping off a ladder during the show and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you prefer to spin? Probably seventies and eighties. Seventies and eighties. Yeah, like weird fun shit, like Steely Dan. Yeah, Steven yeah. Wonder, shit like that. Oh, man. I Damn. remember when you st- played Steely Dan in, in uh, Underground. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I fucking lost it, bro. It was fucking dope, man. You know, it's like like I said, though, we're all tired of hearing the same shit. Like, if I never heard Mo Bamba again, that's all right. That's fine with me. If I never heard Sicko Mode again, that's all right. Where do you think it's going to go? I don't know. Definitely more world vibes. You know, that's huge right now. Yeah. Probably because of Drake, <laughs> you know. But only Making in certain cities, right? Yeah. Where where there's like a multi, uh, like racial. There's got to be culture, yeah. yeah. There's got to be like, a, like, what the fuck is this? You know? Right. Um, I don't know. Definitely not. I don't think big room EDM is gonna be a long thing. I don't know. It's weird. There's like a there's like a movement, uh, like in New York with Ali Escobar. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the like a whole tiki disco disco house. I love that moment. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and Todd Ter, Todd Ter, hey, Todd Terish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's that shit going back. You think it's gonna go back to like Shelter House and shit like that? Like that'd be dope if it does go back to that. Because it's that's kind of that was like, the vibe from last night. Yeah, that was definitely and that, that would be dope. Because even that Mark Ronson Diplo group is kind of like on some disco house so, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Silk City? Yeah. Yeah, Silk yeah. City. They yeah. did. That's electricity. That's a great record. Yeah. I think people just want to have fun, you know? like, And a lot of that rap shit is so slow. You're like, I can't dance to this. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, I don't know. It's becoming uh, predictable. Yeah. That's the yeah. worst shit. It all sounds the same. Yeah. yeah. It, but you know, like, it's there's like these certain one songs. One Migos record you know? is the next one, is the next one. Except for, like, Stir Fry. When that came out, I was like, dope. Migos at 93 BP, 92, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. dope. Better than, like, 53, 54, you yeah. know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me, though. <laughs> I actually had to download a bunch of uh, pop music for a gig, and um, there's some good shit out there that we have to yeah. just look into. Like what? Like, there's this song called Giant. It just came out, like, a few days ago. It's literally, like, really great produ- production and stuff like that. There's some new marshmallow like shit. Uh, one sec. I can't fucking remember the person's name, but it's called Giant. And then Marshmallow got some new shit coming out. Um, well, he has some new shit that came out and it's pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. But you just gotta look into it. Like, literally, like a lot of pop music being like produced, like uh, released, but we're not looking into it because it's not. Well, what a lot of the big producers from EDM aren't making hits. That's probably yeah. one of the reasons. Yeah, but too. The, the problem is, is that oh, it's called Giant by Calvin Harris. Yeah, but is the rooms ready to hear that shit? That's the question. I don't, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it's trendy enough. But I think it's there's some good shit out there. Because honestly, we could play all of that shit, and then imagine can be like, "Yo, hip hop all night," mm-hmm. and that's that's ultimately where that's where the problem stems from, and that's why everyone sounds the same. And well, a lot yeah. of that EDM shit too was like too brash, too in your face, you know. So it's like some people just couldn't vibe with it, you know. Especially like dubstep and shit like that. People. Mm-hmm. Uh, dubstep, dubstep was kind of harsh. Yeah, like when trap kind of surfaced, I uh-huh. was like, "Oh, cool," because it's relatable. But dubstep was like so unorthodox. Yeah, yeah. I think that I didn't, I never really understand it. Still understood it. It's tough for bottle service too. Like mm-hmm. if if you want to play like Flux Pavilion, like I yeah. can't stop with like Flosser Dominus has like some that. hits, but yeah. just like it wasn't sustainable. There was no, think. there wasn't much of a crossover. Yeah, 
that bottle service money crowd isn't going to dubstep shows. Or, yeah. you know, they're going to like Calvin Harris maybe or like Cascade or something like Diplo. No one know? mainstream ever hopped on it either. No. But at least mm-hmm. with Trap, you had like artists really kind of fucking like ASAP mm-hmm. Ferg is fucking yeah. with it. Um, Flasha Thomas. Waka right? Flocka. Yeah. yeah. Flasha Thomas. And Skrillex still big? He is. Yeah. He has Not as big as he was though. Not as big as he was. I don't even oh, think he performed. He like dipped <laughs> out. He doesn't really perform in Vegas anymore, does he? Nah, not really. He had a thing where he was doing his own sets, and then he was performing with Diplo as well. They were doing a tandem act. Yeah. Well, look at Excess. Excess had what they just signed Drake out. Yeah. For mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. yeah. For ten million. That's yep. te- that's very telling. Huh? That's very telling to me because I feel like they've always stuck to their format, which was big room, big room records, big room acts. So for them to like do some hip hop kind of lets me know where hip-hop is is that too cheap for drake like someone was telling me that they thought drake should make more they, i was telling you that i yeah, think you. so yeah, yeah. 10 it's million too oh, we had this conversation we said why the fuck is drake you were saying why the fuck is drake doing excess like people usually do vegas shit when they're like when kinda, their careers are kind of yeah. going down a bit yeah that's when people are like right, let me get a, go to vegas and make that money but drake is still at his peak he's having peaked yet he's still up there yeah. maybe the perception of that is changing well, 10 million for how many shows? Ten. I think it's 10. It's like a ten million a show. Yeah. I'm sure he's doing like his birthday, New Year's Eve, probably like a 4th of July shit. Probably Memorial Weekend. Memorial Weekend. Labor Day weekend. Labor Fourth, weekend. 4th of July is actually a miss always in Vegas for some reason. They think it it's is, gonna be, yeah. yeah. They always think 4th of July is going to pop and it's always they like. Get a, they it's think it's going to be the same as um, Memorial, Day? Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. weekend. That's the biggest weekend in Vegas. I actually like. Fourth of July more than Memorial Day weekend. Fourth of July is too family though. Oh, yeah, I think I think, I think that's why too. like no one yeah. goes to the clubs. Like mm-hmm. it's literally like you're spending time with family. Exactly, and it's barbecue yeah. time, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and people that do come come with their kids. Yeah, so they're not out here wilding out like that. Yo, so I I, I talked to an insider excess. Ooh, spicy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, how much did y'all make that night? And he said a little under three million. So I think they made like maybe two point nine million. Somebody had so told it's me, worth it to pay him a million. Yeah, somebody had told me they only made one point two, and I was like, no fucking right. way. I was like, that's not. Did right. you see the no, bottle man. prices? Did you see the entrance fees? It yeah, f- three hundred for women, five hundred for men. Fuck that, dog. Are you kidding me? And the, the the whole outside was packed too, right? They had the outside open, or was it just everything inside? No, it was out. He oh. was like in the middle. And that, that did, stage did they have him on a rotating stage? No, he just walked around. <laughs> okay. Because I know sometimes with Diplo, they'll have him on a rotating DJ booth to where he's facing the, the pool as well as he'll turn around and face the nightclub. Holy shit. So everyone, yeah, so everyone could see him. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was there during, I think, last time I was there, maybe September, October, when the weather was still nice. And Diplo was performing. They had everybody in the pool, but they sold out the in, the outside, so they had tables on the inside too. And I was in one of the tables on the inside, and it rotated to us. And I was like, "Damn, that's kind of dope." Because I thought we'd be looking at Diplo's back all night, but it rotated. Three million. Like if they did three million, that was doing CES, and CES is one of the busiest times in Vegas, right? Yeah. Uh, because of the the tech and all that. the tech, tech money show the and everything show. like that. So, are they going to be able to do three million and more the weekend? Yeah, hell yeah. Because yeah. they said they did more than New Year's Eve. Yeah, at the Drake I don't know show. who they had at New Year's Eve for excess. Huh? I, I don't know who they had for excess. I don't know. Probably like chain smokers, but they yeah, said was chain, chain smokers. smokers is like mm-hmm. chain smokers is like they still selling tickets. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't compare to Drake. But don't forget, like you gonna have the athletes out here yeah. on Labor Day Memorial Day weekend. Holy and shit. Labor Day weekend. And the fucking celebrities gonna be out hanging around. And if they have them for fight weekends. True. That's true. 
So depending it's a big. It's depending who's fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll they'll definitely have him for like Memorial Weekend, right? That'll be the next big thing. Was this Broner Pacquiao fight in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. It was at uh, MGM Grand. Was it busy? It was packed. It was sold out. Really? Mm. Well, it seemed quiet. I mean, the Filipinos came out. Yeah, it was the entire country. The Philippines were (laughs) in that arena. A bunch of jungle Asians. It was like oh, that. Man. I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm that. Not say that. Go there, it was what? like. Well, wait, he can say that. He can say that. Actually, it was about. Oh, wait, I can't call him jungle. Seventy percent. You can say that. You can say that. I can't say that. We're shit. not gonna back you up. What do you mean? That's not racist. They're that jungle is, Asians. That, listen. Seventy hey, uh, <laughs> percent. Is that bad? Jungle <laughs> Asians? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Um, I've never heard that term, but it sounds kind of offensive. It's from an Ali Wong. Ali Wong stand up. So Jungle yeah. Asians, yeah. Seventy percent Asian, thirty percent Broner. So he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. So I don't like. Do black people, people even like Broner? Like, not, I think now they, they just, don't. He was talking mad shit though. Yeah. Now they don't. And he got fucked up. They yeah. they had his back <laughs> up until that fight. I yeah, think everybody. He said, was I got like, the oh, hood shit. behind me. Cincinnati two five. <laughs> but he embarrassed the hood with that fight, man. Yo, he, got, <laughs> he got rocked. How old is Pacquiao right now? Forty one. Broner's Broner. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. What? Yeah. yeah, and he got demolished. When I That's tell you, crazy. He, he made Pacquiao look fast. Like, look, it, Pacquiao looked like he was about 25, 26. He looked like he was in his prime still. Man. He was in sharp position. Pacquiao was quick. Bro. He had nothing. He Broner only, had nothing for him. Broner only threw one punch in the 12th round. No, nah, he had three punches. No, they <laughs> said, statistics <laughs> said he landed punch. three. <laughs> he said he, they only, he only threw eight punches in the first round. Yo, Pacquiao was like a pit bull on him. Like he didn't let him breathe, bro. Like, he almost knocked his fucking conscience out, like out of his head. Yeah, man. Like he he rocked him across the fucking the the ring. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I, you're getting more of a draw uh, with UFC fights or with like actually actual boxing like boxing. Mm, I want to say UFC. Really? Yeah, I want to say UFC. You're saying boxing, D? Yeah, I think boxing because boxing. Um, but what? There's like no more stars in boxing. Like no one wants to. Not see only anybody. that, but like yeah. no, no, no. Canelo is huge. Canelo yeah, Alvarez. He's like, like the like whole one, country of Mexico I feel comes like out. Everyone for him. just keeps fighting the same people. No, there's a rotation <laughs> going on. Yeah, you but have the, Deontay but Wilder is the heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um, Canelo is. I don't huge. know who that. I don't, see, I don't know who that is. Uh, uh, triple, triple G. Triple G. Uh, Golovkin. Um, he's huge. So like. There's I feel like when those people come, their whole country comes to support them. Yeah, but it's not and like that's the thing that the UFC like, doesn't have. Yeah, it's not like the OG shit when like Holyfield, Tyson, Tyson yeah, 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 the heavyweights, Cesar Chavez, yeah. like all these all these star names. Now it's like whatever. Where are the heavyweights now? There's nothing. That's There's the problem. Like There's Deontay Wilder, but he doesn't have the personality and, like that. And Tyson Fury. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. Tyson Fury's like mental health. And Anthony Joshua, I, but he's he's from what? Where's he from? Okay. See, I'm London. not familiar with any of these guys, man. Yeah. You see, we're <laughs> sports analysts over here, me and Dan. Sports analyst, man, dude. But if, like, let's say if uh, Canelo were to be fighting Cinco de Mayo weekend, oh yeah, that's gonna be like that would be huge, and Drake would probably well, perform he, that he, weekend. He only I mean? fights Cinco de Mayo, and he fights Mexican September, Independence. Mexican Independence. Yeah. Fino, do you follow boxing? No, no. I don't. He I only, hardly do. He only I'm follows on. baseball <laughs> and stuff. But I did hear Trailblazers people from Dre's were saying that. <laughs> Like literally, it was like all of Cincinnati, Ohio, was at Dre's on Saturday for Migos because they were all in town for Adrian Broner, yeah. which is where he's from. Uh, like really? a lot of people from Cincinnati, yeah, that's really interesting. A lot of people, and there were two guys that were fighting <laughs> on the undercard that were from Cincinnati too. So all their camps, like, mm. it was a lot of. Is it a rap for Broner? I think so. Yeah, 
his I last so, seven, <laughs> his record for his last seven fights was three three one. But he's just so entertaining as a, as a marketing. He'll, he'll guy. get some fights he'll based some off fights. of that. Yeah, just his marketing alone. Yeah. But here he lost to some good <laughs> opponents that he has no like. His legacy is kind of like he's funny, washed. Man. The the uh, reporter was like, "Hey, so you've gone three and three and one in your last seven fights?" And he was like, "Yeah, but I'll go seven zero against you." I'm like, that's the fucking <laughs> announcer. <laughs> to the announcer. He's but then the announcer was like, yeah, I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> and then he, he goes, looks stupid. And he goes, I can already tell you're against me. He's like, I just stated a fact. <laughs> nah, he's funny, man. He'll get, he'll get fights, but I don't know if it'll be as high profile as fighting a Pacquiao. Because anyone else, he'll get washed. He can't, he can't fight Canelo. Yo, he was saying some outrageous shit at the press conference. Huh? Yeah. He said... Uh, some Asian, guys, some Filipino guys were like shouting, like Pacquiao, and he said, "I'm gonna have, you, I'm gonna feed you a cat, I'm gonna feed you a dog." Like he was really out he's, here, bro. He's kind of ignorant, but his yeah. ignorance is funny. So Pacquiao's still fighting; he's not retired. No, he's oh not yeah, retired. he's still going. He's I didn't like, realize, I didn't realize he had already had sixty fights. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's insane. Yeah, forty, I think forty by well, how many knockouts has he had? I don't know, but he's lost seven times. Yeah. So, but sixty fights, I mean. For him to still be moving, is so you think there'll be a Pacquiao and Mayweather fight? That's what they were saying after I the fight. So. There'll be a part two. I think Mayweather. Well, Broner was complaining about that. What was he saying? <laughs> that the reason why the decision went to Pacquiao is to Dude. re is to revitalize. Did you see the fight? Yeah. Huh? Did you see the fight? Nah. Dude, he got fucked up, man. Broner <laughs> <laughs> got fucked up, man. It was like, and it he thought he no won doubt. the fight. He was delusional. Yeah. Is he yeah. delusional? Yes. I feel like he has a crying room, yo. No, no, nah, man. He was, the, yo. He got rocked. I feel I'm like in his you. house, he has a crying room. He probably he, does. He's just alone, and he, and then where Maybe. reality can just sink in, <laughs> and he could just like cry for hours, yo, and then he could just like, well, let's not. He make, could like shake it all off, and then walk out with he, like this he, confidence. He was trying to commit suicide not long ago, so it's he was. Yeah, let's try to be uh, nicer on that time. Hey, yo, he got a crying room. He yeah, has it. He's like padded. He, probably a bunch uh, of stuffed animals in he there. He had a gun, and yeah. So let's just be nice, like a toy gun, so he can <laughs> no pretend to blow his brains out. Cricket, come on, please. <laughs> Damn it. He has a crying room for sure. Anyone that has that type of a uh, delusional self confidence is like <laughs> is making up for like an immense amount of like. I have people that work for Showtime insecurity. Uh, I was talking to them before the fight, and they were saying if Broner doesn't knock a forty year old Pacquiao out, it's a wrap for him. At twenty nine, yeah. he was supposed to dominate Pacquiao. Dude, he was like was the other next, way around. He was like the next Mayweather. Like he was pushed to that Until, standard. Yeah, he was like Memphis Bleak. When they said Matthew Pinkles was going to be the next Jay-Z, that's what fucking happened. Speaking of sports, are you still riding for Chicago or are you you riding for Portland teams? Uh, Uh, I'm Blazers now. Uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Those fans up there are diehard. Wait, wait, can you do that? I'm not a sports guy. Can you just go? It depends, it depends. Well, it depends. The Bulls are so bad, bro. That's the Bulls are so bad. See, for, see, I can understand oh. how you feel because I'm riding for the LA Rams. Yeah, just because I'm still Bears out too. I'm LA Rams to the death. Fuck the LA Rams. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now. Let me get my shit up. Hold on. I'm, Let me talk my shit. I'm first LA and Rams foremost, to the death. Just first, because Jamie. Hold on. Jamie. Jamie is Let me all talk my same. shit. First and foremost, congratulations to the LA Rams. They did everything they had to do to play us in that game. However. They did not fucking deserve that fucking win. That fucking win. What, did you guys, did you see it? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a fucking pass interference. Don't lower down my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking that shit. 
<laughs> change the subject. <laughs> I'm talking that shit. So, so shout out to them. Shout out to the diehard fans. We were supposed to win that shit. Uh, shout out to all the fucking fake fans out there that I went off on. Why are you giving shout outs to motherfuckers <laughs> that don't give, give a fuck about you? <laughs> Your mic is off. Yo, <laughs> <Fino>. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saints all day, baby. I bet the over on that game like a dumbass, so I'm not feeling good oh, about man. that. Okay, I'm done. Anyway, no, but how can you go from Chicago to like Portland? Trailblazers. It's just everywhere. Blazers, 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 Blazers. You have to become a so fan. You like you don't get fucked up if you if you root for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. No, you can get away with it. The colors are kind of the same. <laughs> that's the I mean, that's red bit. and blue. <laughs> that's I mean, like their only professional team. Yeah. So I think the city well, they got just the, gets they have behind. The soccer team. Too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. The yeah. Yeah. And they have the yeah. Oregon Ducks. Let's put that out there. Yeah. The what? The Oregon Ducks. The college football. University. College basketball. But if you're a Bulls fan, though, people are like, "Are you all right? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. They're so bad." I, I respect the not Portland, as bad as the, the community, but yeah. I respect the Portland community yeah. and like how they back their their sports teams. You still like the Chicago White Sox, though? Right? Yeah. Are you uh-huh. excited that you guys might get Manny Machado, the great I Dominican? Would I'd be stoked about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're doing every. You know what they did? Quickly, let me explain to you right quick. So they. Yeah, because I was asking. Go ahead. Yeah, because you look a little <laughs> lost. So the Chicago White Sox went after uh, two players uh, that grew up with Manny Machado, and one was his uh, brother-in-law. So yeah, so Phenom. Back to uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start shutting off your mic. Fucking why, hater. Didn't I, why didn't I think of this before? I can just shut off your mic. I won't just show up to the podcast. Oh my so god, <laughs> you can you can have it not no. here. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You know, it'd be great if if like if we if I pay if we could like pay for a set and I could just have the your like your your chair just moved towards the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people have said, "Can we have a Jamie, a, a non-Jamie episode?" Does that hurt your feelings? No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm For sure what? there's mad people that hate on me. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, if you if you don't get hate on, you're not doing something right. So, so you think you're doing something right? Something's right. <laughs> Some entertaining <laughs> shit is right. But listen, if you don't want me in an wait, episode, wait, 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 for my question. Yes, and Phenom, please speak at any any time here. <laughs> Do you think that people hate on you or say that they don't want you on the show because you're doing something right? Mm, no. <laughs> so what are you talking about? I don't think I don't think I don't think it's that. I just I just think people need something to hate on. Where's that Austin Powers, the Doctor Evil, yeah. when he would push that button and they would just go in flames? <laughs> oh, he they fall to the sharks. <laughs> You're saying he's doing such a good job that they don't want him on the show. Yeah, I'm that fucking great. Yo, Listen, that's like your new generation. That's how y'all do shit. What? That's how y'all say shit like that. I mean, yo, these motherfuckers hating on me. I must be doing something yeah. right. Real, where, where, where did that? I learned that from Puff Daddy, by the way. That's all. That's a if you don't know haters, yeah, yeah. So they hate me now. Hey, yeah, go ahead, hate on me. But if you don't want me in an episode, I'll send you my fucking uh, what is it called? My Venmo, and you can the send invoice. me two thousand bucks. Oh yeah, someone, someone said I would literally pay to to send not me two G's, and I won't be in an episode. Get that GoFundMe gun. Yeah, get that GoFundMe. Someone said like I, I would literally pay for a subscription <laughs> to hear a version of the podcast without Jamie. So send that two G's. <laughs> Listen, sponsorship money, baby. Gotta get Go it. ahead. Yeah, that's crazy. He's gonna be on the beach with a pina colada in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> I would not this. talk for the whole episode. They don't know how necessary you are. 
They don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> I don't get how necessary you They don't trust the process. I don't understand I it won't, either. I won't show up for the next podcast. See how that goes. <laughs> it won't be the same. <laughs> it won't be the same. <laughs> There'll be no <laughs> fucking <laughs> annoyance. Now you need that cardboard cutout just sitting in the back. Yeah, if you want to buy the cardboard cu- cutout for your bedroom, we'll send that over to <laughs> It's part of the GoFundMe. Yeah, it's, it comes with the package. I, what is it? I think it's. This is what I think. I think it's your your cockiness. It's not even cockiness. You you are cocky about your your opinion. Pretty confident, I want to say. Not yeah, it's cocky. You're yeah. cocky about it. I mean, and then, sorry, but, but it's all. <laughs> but it's based on. We've spoken about this, where it's it's based on information that you've gotten from the internet. I not just the internet, a, a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot of social media and internet. Not a lot of sources, but not just internet. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not, and that the thing is, and it's not from actual like experience because well, you're still from, you're still relatively young. What's it's come from like schooling and shit like that and college. What's, what's and schooling stuff? and college? What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> For the motherfuckers that don't know, I actually have two fucking college degrees: one in criminal justice and one in business, and you could go fucking suck a dick on that. Which college? Uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills. The what? The Toros. What college? You see, it's not a fucking Harvard here, guys. What college? What college? Cal State Dominguez Hills. This is, it's in Carson, California. What is that? You should look it up. Cal State? Cal? Cal? Yeah. Cal? For California. Is it, is it like DeWitt? Cal State. <laughs> What's DeWitt? <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> should we go? Nah, what is I that? I don't know. I'm just asking. Wait, what was that New York shit? Apex Tech? It's yeah. not a trade school. It's not a trade school. It's not a trade school. So like, there's no. like a bunch of Cal states. There's Cal State Dominguez. There's, there's Cal State, California Long State, Beach. Long Beach, California State, Northridge. Yeah. Is it hard to get two degrees? No. Well, Cal if you State finesse LA. it the right way, I didn't pay for shit. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Are you? Is this real reality? Yes, it's fucking so, real. <laughs> how do you brag about getting two g- degrees and then say, "Well, yeah, I finessed it." Yeah, finessed and not paying shit. You got to learn how to play the system. No, but it's hard to earn two degrees. I mean, it took me a long time. It took me about eight years, <laughs> but I did it. What? Really? Yes. You went to college for eight years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eight years. Why are you making... Hold on. Let me <laughs> yeah. Eight years. No, seven years. Seven years? Yeah. 2000. <laughs> Look at Neva's face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, laugh at me. I'm not laughing. I'm I'm listen, laughing at you, I'm trying to, if this DJ shit don't work out, no, guess who's giving out tickets? Explain to me. Wait, so you went. Th- <laughs> what was the first degree? Criminal justice. Uh, criminal. Criminal justice. No, that was the second one. The <coughs> first one was uh, business administration. It was business administration. The, yeah, it was under uh, criminal justice so law. You graduate. You were 21 when you graduated for that. 20. Yeah. 20. No. 23. The second one took less time. The second one took about two years, two and a half years. So. College took you five years. Yeah, I failed a lot. Okay. I learned. <laughs> I wasn't a fucking, like, all A student, no. Like, if you really want to come down, it was probably five years when I took it serious. Okay. But it took me the extra three fucking years. I thought hours. it was like a like a master's degree where no, it takes like that. Oh, no, no, not that good. So and then what made you go back for a criminal? I like how we have Phenom here, and then I'm interviewing fucking <laughs> Jamie. I'm sorry, And Phenom. I'm like curious. So, like, yo, you got two degrees? Yeah. I so went back because I, I had to graduate. Uh, from a high university that my dad wanted me to go to. So I said, yo, let's fucking let's do it. So how I finessed the system was I joined so many fucking groups that paid for my books, my tuition. What groups? What do you mean? Extracurricular? Like, no, like uh, the me- like there was one called Chicano uh, Association or some shit. And if you're a first time uh, 
student from your family. You get so it's like all Mexican related. Yeah. So I would go. You had to go to talk to the fucking counselor three times a, a <laughs> Yo, semester. Look at Darren. Darren's really paying attention. To <laughs> <laughs> so you had to go three times to talk to a, a counselor, and then uh, so I did. So I did that. So I would join all these groups, and I get my books paid for. And Phenom, how many degrees do you have? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> hey, listen. Just one. On what, bro? Uh, studio art, four years. Listen, bro. It Just took a you hard time. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamie, you can go, you can go work in law enforcement. Yeah, I worked at a, a police station before I, I came out to <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> listen here, assholes. I thought I was a joke. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't hear. I show you my badge. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't a on-duty cop. I was working in the offices. <laughs> yeah, shit that you I'm don't sorry, know. Pal. Keep I'm laughing, motherfuckers. Sweat. Never sweating. Yo, I'm picturing. <laughs> Picture Jamie walking a beat, swinging his baton and shit. <laughs> well, I wasn't a cop. I told you I wasn't a cop. Like Carl Winslow. <laughs> yeah, Carl Winslow. Yo, that's funny. Yo, Jamie, crazy. I think you'll make a good cop, bro. Hey, I was going for. Det- I was working at the det- in the detective uh, side of it. There was some muscle around. No, I didn't want to be a cop. I want to be a detective. So I worked on that side. Oh yeah. Y'all don't. Fucking like I know. I mean, it's a, you know. Back to Fina. Yeah, back and to the Fina. White Sox. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we can go back to Fina. Uh, yeah, like right. shocked by the two degrees. <laughs> that really didn't, I'll show you guys pictures. Oh yes, please. Yeah. So you got the that. uniform on? Uh, no, I just told you I wasn't a cop. I worked in the in the offices. Like I was in the I was doing paperwork and I was uh, helping with the detective work. So, so you help South Korea. Yes, you help South crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna say what police, like fucking office I was working in, what I station. I haven't seen never laughed as hard. Listen, I don't. That was like almost in tears. Yeah, like, <laughs> I should be a comedian too. Right? <laughs> that was like, oh my god. Listen, <laughs> I don't give. I'm not taking it any way, by the way, never because we're boys and, and you respect well, me. Nah, man. And so, yeah. This is all new news to me. <laughs> I didn't know this, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, back to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Oh shit. Yo, is there anything? Uh, anything? Uh, we we missed out on. Or? Oh, yo, yo, you're gonna go to um Scotland, right? Oh, I, j- I played in Scotland uh, yeah. a couple months ago. Oh shit! Up How in was Glasgow, that? it was lit. It was lit. Eighteen and up, bottle service, crazy. What what were you playing? Uh, all rap. Really? Yeah, all rap. Yeah, big rap scene out there. They like a lot in of Scotland? dance hall too. Yeah, it was dance dope. hall. Yeah, yeah, a lot of. What's that. the bi- what was the biggest record? Uh, Skepta. Anything Skepta? Um, yeah. Yo, he's Skepta. massive, right? Skepta, massive. Yeah. yeah. He came into underground one night when I DJed. Super nice dude. Oh, shit. Yeah. My so big in the UK too. Like like. Yeah, it's funny because. Here, people are like, he could, he could walk down the street and people wouldn't know. Over there, forget it. Uh, but there's, traffic, there's a couple artists like that, like Davido, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Wizkid, uh, mm. even like some uh, Latin artists, like mm. fucking Ozuna could like yeah. walk down the street, people oh, yeah. wouldn't know him. Yeah. 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 I feel like Calvin Harris could walk down the street. And no, he's people noticeable. Like, you think so? He's not. Well, because he's so, so tall. He would blend in. You no, know, he, he looks noticeable. 
I think he's I feel like Calvin Harris might blend in that little bit. If I saw yeah. him with a bunch of like frat dudes, yeah. I might not even be notice like, yeah. that it's him. I saw this, not, not this meme he's not memorable, said, but I hate the fact that I wouldn't know Imagine Dragons was walking around because you'd have no idea who. True. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, do you think that shit is gonna leak over to the states ever? UK grammar any of that shit? I think we we missed that opportunity with Drake. Yeah. I think that was it, and then it was so close for like a week, <laughs> you know. Like so Drake know. was just Drake was just a little ahead of his time. Yeah, for us to catch on, or people were just like, "All right, this is cool, but we're only here it's for not Drake." Only, you know, it's like, not only that. It's like you, it was the marketing rollout. You got to like really commit to that shit and yeah. like really introduce that sound. But then it's I guess it has to be also organic, yo. Well, I remember reading yeah. an article that said people thought the UK rappers weren't good at rapping. And they're I was like, it's just because because it was uh, Americans, you know, and yeah. they're like the, the cadence. They think the cadence is weird and blah blah blah. Because all you know is American rap, and they compared it to Drake. Mm -hmm. You know, they'd be like, "Oh well, we were just here for Drake, anyways." You know, I mean, because like even Tiny Tempa had his run in the states. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. He, had, I think, he popped off what like two thousand nine, two thousand ten ish. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Tiny, Tiny Tempo. What is that? He had that record yeah, pass out. Of, he had some joint. The joint with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, he was pretty good. Wait, what was that called? The record he had by himself was called Pass Out. I don't even remember it. They had a little buzz. You know what's crazy? Like, UK has a, I'm not, you know, I'm a nerd for battle rap, but they have a large battle rap community called Flip Top. Flip Top. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's pretty, like, a lot of American rappers don't give them that respect at first because they're from the UK. And they can't understand them when they're talking and they're spitting bars. But their hip-hop scene is crazy up there. It's, it's but uh, the problem with, um. The problem, what's the problem with U.S.? Why can't they accept it? Is it because there's like a little bit of like a it's like a little drum and bass rhythm to it, and yeah. then and then the it, way it they rhyme a, is a little bit like reggae. Yeah. So then it's like uh, but it's like hard to identify what the fuck it. It's not as relatable as it should be, right? Yeah. Yeah. To Americans, like rap, they'd be like, "All right, play me something rap." They'd be like, "All right, Migos is like their their standard flow for rap music." Mm -hmm. now. Five years ago, that wasn't the case. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but didn't we feel that way about Canadian rappers before Drake blew up? I mean, what about Canadian yeah. rap? What other the Canadian rappers were they? Like Chaclair? Yeah, uh, but he, or, uh, they're not never Cardinal wrong. Official. Cardinal Official. Exactly. Yeah. There's not many. He's more of a reggae artist. Yeah. Right? <coughs> oh, Cardinal sorry. Official. It He's was hip hop, but it was, like, it, but it's that yeah, it's the, it's just that it, it's almost like the Toronto uh, UK thing where. Like whatever's rap or whatever's hood or whatever street is like, it still has like the Caribbean vibes. Yeah. That's like mm -hmm. the Jamaican and yeah, uh, he had that track with Rihanna, yeah. Cardinal, which is crazy. Now like. Tiny Temple was on that Miami to Ibiza record. Do you remember that? Uh huh. Miami to Ibiza. Let me hear it real quick. And by the way, it was a uh, don't flop, not flip top for the UK battle scene. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like Gamma style. And it had that big, that big build up. This is a Swedish House Mafia record, but it had that big build up and it was popping. When was this? 2010. Pass Out was more of like some like drum and bass sounding yeah. record. You want to hear that one too? No. Okay. You're okay. <laughs> we good. <laughs> no, it's ill because I'll see like I'll see Virgil like DJ at like Boiler Room or some shit like that yeah. or like some UK shit. And then he just dropped some fucking UK grime and everyone just wilds the fuck out. Yeah. He, he did one of them? Yeah. Virgil? Yeah. He did a part of them? I don't oh, know. Matt could be wrong. Oh, okay. That, no, nah, I think I'm he gonna, did. Yeah? Oh, yeah. no, nah, I'm not sure. That's, uh, wait, wait. Let's check. Let's check. I double check. <coughs> he did it. He London. Did? Wow, man. Oh, shit. It's probably like a fashion week or some shit, right? I had to yeah, check yeah. it out. Man. 
It's just, it's like, yeah, it was like he was doing like a Grove Street, like Waka Flocka, and then he'll just drop like a UK grime record. Mm. And it was just like. That's what it's going to take is more of those influencers playing that shit. That's the only way that people are going to like. It's going to like creep shit. over, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to do it, though. It's like Afrobeat. I'm waiting for Afrobeat to just come and just like. I'm I mean, start it took, playing some Afrobeat. It took Latin music. It took, it took Latin music so long to uh, to get to this point where it's supposedly it's higher than country and nah, Indian music. But Latin music was hitting one like what the fuck like 2003, four, five. But it still it, had yeah. its, it, it died down. It did die down. And now it's at its pop phase. It took what ten years? About yeah. ten. Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. You have to go Gasolina through that is like huge again. You know, like, yeah, it's play, like uh, one of those hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macanto, yeah. Lo que paso. All right, man. Enough yeah. of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> trying to do the Spanish accent and shit. It's the L.A. Latin accent. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway. There ain't enough Latin L.A. girls. You start yeah. talking Spanish. Shit. I'll see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, where we at right now? Is there anything you want to touch on or uh, pause? No, I mean, hit me up on, on social. Yeah, yeah. What's your P- social media, bro? P-H-N-M. Yeah, super easy. Four letters. Yo, P-H-N-M. Yeah. Fucking pleasure always having you here, man. My dude. Uh, yo, Thank we had, you, I had such you, a blast with this motherfucker last night. It was such a good time. You were so you were so wrecked, bro. So wrecked. Well, <laughs> yo, here's the here's the story. <laughs> this is the best shit. Uh, left the club uh, yesterday, and then went to the airport. Yeah, my flight was at six a.m. Uh-huh. It got delayed until two thirty p.m. because of the weather. No, they were missing a part to the plane. Oh, oh yeah, you should not go. So on they that. flew the fucking part from Minneapolis to Portland. I paid thirty three dollars for the flight. They gave me a hundred dollar voucher. And they gave us like lunch, whatever. And we got in and just went straight to turn up. Oh, wow. So they were like, yo, you fell asleep at, at the tiki bar. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, dude. I'm exhausted. You know, left the club on no sleep and then just kept going. You yeah. know what? It's funny Damn. when you see like dudes get really drunk, like how they act. Some guys like won't shut up. Some guys get loud and like belligerent. Uh-huh. Phenom just starts like doing sign language. <laughs> like he doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> so like. He's like having conversations, and he's just moving his 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 hands like. <laughs> You're like yo yo Phenom, you want you want a drink? You want, Phenom, you want a drink? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vegas, man. <laughs> I'm like yo yo, you good, man? Let's go to the next spot. But yo, you knew exactly how I felt with the yeah, sign language. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. But it was funny because it was just like, is this motherfucker mute all I, of a sudden? I was, I was in autopilot. He's like, a mime, I don't know. <laughs> but what are you, 6'5? Yeah, 6'3, yeah. Yeah, 6'3. Damn. And he's just like, he's just big dude just like doing sign language. I'm like, yo, man. My girl's like, we gotta get you home. I'm yeah. Like, I didn't know we were out right now. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> man. These dudes. You guys were like switching from te- tequila to like to the whiskey. That tiki to bar beer. is cool though, right? That, yeah, yeah, Frankie's. Yeah, that you guys got these twenty-four hour turnups, which is so dangerous, dude. It is dangerous. Yeah, man. It's like a black hole. Time stands still. You know, you walk out <laughs> and the fucking sun's out. And you're Tell like, me oh about my it. god. Yeah. That's what I'm. You were taking me to these spots though that I I would never go to. See, I'll that's how I do Vegas. I don't. Like I don't it. do the. Cl- well, I mean, we are gonna go to Jewel tonight for. Eric and Five, but like, I don't do the big clubs anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The last time I did a club, this is a good story. Um, we were there to see R.L. Grime at XS, 
and we were standing backstage, and uh, one of my homies was uh, Skrillex's tour manager. So me and my buddy, Eli, who managed me for a while, we end up backstage, and Miguel's there. Miguel and I start talking randomly. The singer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we start talking, chopping it up. You know him? No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. I just, we had met through, like, one of our friends. He gets along with Mexicans, bro. What can he say? He's talking to me about, like, relationships, life advice, all this shit. How the fuck did this happen? He, 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 goes, he, goes, he goes, hang on a sec. He grabs a mic, performs Adorn for XS for everyone, puts the mic down, and he goes, all right, so what were we talking about? Wow. And I was oh, like, wow. did anyone what the fuck? just see this? <laughs> like, didn't skip a beat, huh? Like he just back so, to the conversation. So my buddy Eli comes up, and he's wrecked, and he's like, hey. I'm like, yo, this is Miguel. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. He's like, are you in nightlife? <laughs> goes, wow. He goes, you, you, bar- you bartend, are you in the nightlife industry or whatever? And Miguel just busts out laughing. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking crazy. He's like, only in Vegas, bro. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, you, well, you take me some crazy shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a- we, we do it differently, man. Like, you have to. After being out every night in a fucking club, the last place you want to go is hear the same shit yeah, yeah. over mm-hmm. and over. Like, uh, yo, Phenom, thank you so much for coming through, thank man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Long overdue. Thanks, guys. I don't know if I'm going to hang. I'm going to try to hang tonight, but yeah. you, you be going so ham. So I might I might actually come go on. on. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's I, do t- it. I got that 220 flight out, so you got some time to snooze. Oh. All right, yo. You thank, you. Pleasure, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.